KUR Kutztown. Jack Heim, Mitchell Smedley here on this Monday afternoon here. The week of Thanksgiving is upon us, Mitch. We are almost ready to go home for our Thanksgiving break. Monday that feels like back. a Thursday, Jack. Yeah, it really does as we only have school, you know, today and tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Then then it's break. So, um, you know, got on the bus and the uh, bus driver said, happy Thursday. And it threw yeah. me off because it was like, you know, 11 in the morning and I'm yeah, exactly. still not awake at that time. So yeah. Still like, trying to get into the swing of things here. I was like, yeah, happy Thursday. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I said still trying to get into the swing of things. Yeah, no, I, I was talking to, to him. I was like, yeah, happy oh, Thursday. Oh, OK. I thought you were oh, talking wait, to me. Oh, wait, wait, what? I was like, I just watched Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Well, we will get to Sunday Night Football and all things NFL in just a little bit. We are going to start today's show with a little bit of a twist to normal. We usually go to MLB (laughs) first, but Mitchell and I were having a debate. Not a a fiery debate. We've had fiery debates before. This one isn't fiery. This is. And as usual, I'm correct. You're not correct. Let's be real here. Um, you know, I will prove you that I was right about multiple things later on the show. Good but, stuff. Uh, Great. But uh, for now, we're going to get into this debate. Uh, jerseys. NFL jerseys. And specifically getting jerseys with your name and whatever custom number you want on the back. Now, I always viewed that as like, really? I mean, that's just like, if I'm going to get a jersey, I'm going to get it of an actual player. Uh, because I am not on the team. I am just a fan. Uh, you know, I... T- tend to think I care more than the average fan, but um, I, it still doesn't differentiate me from not being on the team and not being a part of that organization. Uh, now, while I identify as a fan of that organization, I'm not going to get a jersey of my name and number on the back to say, oh, I- I'm that guy. And uh, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch, uh, you're going to get your take on that in just a second. Um, Cole McCoy is that guy. Yeah, yeah Cole McCoy <laughs> is that guy. But, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, he was a good sport about it. MVP. Well, we have a Colt whole other discussion McCoy. after this. So, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about my Colt McCoy situation. Okay, Mitch, Mitch. Yeah. End quote. You were caught saying earlier that. Uh, what did I say? I am the 12th man. I go out on the link. I am part of the I never team. said I go out. I never said anything about the link. That's true. I think you missed that quote. I no, think no, I no, said something. No, no. I no. said I am the 12th man. Yeah, he said he is the 12th man. I, I threw that link part in for fun. Okay. But, um, but yeah. Going out like, on the link. Yeah, I am the Ain't 12th man. Ain't none of y'all old enough. To go out on a damn link. <laughs> well, uh, yes, Mitch. You said, I am the 12th man like Seattle, and I'm a part of the team. So uh, how about that? What do you got to say for yourself for that? I, dude, to suggest that fans, especially the dedicated fans, I would never get a personalized Panthers jersey because I don't bleed for the Panthers, right? But I bleed green. Um, there was a, pieces of a Christmas tree strewn about my apartment. Don't ask why. But I, I, <laughs> I know why. said to Hunter... Well, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, exactly. I, I said to Hunter, I, I was banging on his door. I go, Hunter, we're supposed to bleed green, not step on it. Right? I, I, I love the Eagles bleed green 100%. And it's like, why can't I get a jersey that says my name? You know why, Jack? You know why? Because my fandom subscription to this team is never ending. The day my fandom ends is the day I die. And let this be known, bury me in my Smedley Eagles jersey because that is the way I want to be remembered. This got really meta really quickly, but, like, that is, it's... So you want to be remembered as an Eagle? As an Eagles fan, yes. As a passionate person. I'm a passionate person about a lot of things in my life. Headlining that list of the Eagles. I don't understand why it's so wrong 
to to get a, a jersey for that it, look, says my look, own name on it. Look, it, it's to me, no, it's here's corny. the thing. Here's it's the corny, thing. man. It might be, but the player, right? The players. I have several of those jerseys. One of them is Deshaun Jackson. He doesn't play anymore. One of them's Carson Wentz. He doesn't play anymore. Yeah, well, that's why one I, of them's Miles Sanders. He's not going to be around look, a long when time. When it comes to the Giants, I always get alumni jerseys. So uh, that's great. But for also in the future, second I of all, say. Let, let's just let me give you the history of my jersey here. All right, it's it, for those that don't know, it is a uh, a white Eagles jersey with the green numbers and black trim. Uh, it's uh, on the back. It says Smedley, S M E D L E Y, uh, and then the number on the jersey is twenty two because my favorite number is twenty two. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, a lot of great twenty twos going on. But I got that jersey for Christmas during twenty seventeen. Uh, it was gifted to me. It's not like I went out and bought this thing, Jack. Okay, it was gifted to me by Santa. Uh, <laughs> 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 Santa, Santa, by Santa. That I don't know why I said it like that. It was gifted to me by Santa. By, by Santa. And, uh, I got it during the the run to the Super Bowl when I went to the NFC Championship game at the link up in and the met second Santa. deck and threw snowballs at Santa. Uh, I was wearing this jersey when I sat and watched Super Bowl Fifty Two with my grandfather. Shout out, Pop Pop. I wore this jersey. This is the jersey I won. Not I won, but I watched us win the Super Bowl. In Breaking news. Mitchell Smedley won the Eagles the Super Bowl. Well, you know. Uh, also, side note, this hat is the hat I was wearing that day, which I think is cool because the hat says Mitch, the jersey says Smedley. It's like a whole name tag. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. I enjoy that jersey. I think it looks cool. I, I love myself. I think I'm awesome. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, and look, honestly, awesome. am I am I am I you know compensating? Sure, because like I have a visual impairment. Obviously, I feel like if I didn't, I would have been playing football. I would have loved to be a running back, and yeah, I would have been number twenty-two. Not saying I would have gone to the pros or be an eagle, but that was that's a dream I I have not explored, Jack. And this jersey lets me do that. Well, now I now you should feel awful. Now you're putting me in a bad light here. Man. Yeah. Intentionally, no, not intentionally. I just like where that conversation took me. But no, for other let's let's discuss this more broadly. I don't think it's stupid at all to get a jersey with your name on it because it's timeless. It's not going to be outdated. You know, all these days. How about these people getting canceled? Right, everyone gets canceled because everyone does things wrong. Right. Yes. If if your player gets canceled, now you can't wear that jersey in public because people. Oh my god! Like if I walked in here in a Deshaun Watson jersey, people are going to have some questions. He's back next week, by the way. I'm excited. Fantasy. Yeah, that kind of that kind of counteracts your example, but I don't care. <laughs> Deshaun don't care. Watson. Deshaun Watson, magical. Oh my goodness. Well, before we get back to our very do you know that NFL discussion? Must yes. have been Deshaun. Yes, Watson. yes, I do know that video, Mitch. We're not going to get further into that, but. uh from the KU Notebook Extension, KU Community, if you are looking for a club that seeks to advocate, educate, increase awareness, and provide a safe social and support network to Kutztown University's LGBTQIA plus community, then Allies is for you. Allies meets every Thursday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. in Boxwood House, room 103. Then from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., come join the LGBTQ plus resource center for weekly coffee and conversation. You can stay after the Allies meeting or stop in for a visit and enjoy some fellowship. We hope to see you there. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Welcome back into Heavy Hitters, everybody. We do have an announcement, however. This is a show that runs Mondays and Wednesdays, but due to the impending uh, break that we will have and uh, we're not going to be able to come in on Wednesday, 
um, I, you know, I have some family rolling into town. And uh, Mitch, you're you ha- you have plans. I'm, I'm heading sure home busy. tomorrow night directly after my class. Picked up a shift at work, so I'll be, uh, uh, be working the arcade there. And we unfortunately do not have time in our busy schedules to pre-record. So unfortunately, we will not be on air Wednesday. So that means we're going to try to smush everything into these two hours. No, not everything, but we're going to do some aspects of our Wednesday show here, compiled into today's Monday show. Uh, as always, we thank you for be, listening, uh, Jack. This week we'll be stuffing it all in. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Anyways. Don't take that out of context. Um, <laughs> new sweeper. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, we will be talking about all things NFL uh, from yesterday's action, a little bit of Thursday Night Football, and yeah. uh, we, of course, we'll be previewing our three Thanksgiving Day games uh, that are upcoming uh, this Thursday. So uh, also want to give a preemptive a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope happy you, Thanksgiving. Hopefully everyone enjoys their holiday, have safe travels if you're going to see family, or whatever you shall be doing. Uh, come this weekend or Watching later the Cowboys this week. lose. That's always a good tradition. So, uh, absolutely. Love it. Um, but, yes, we have a lot to get to today. Not really a whole lot of MLB, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. The only Mets tidbits I have, checked in on Justin Verlander. Yankees have touched in on DeGrom. Mm-hmm. Matt Carpenter has been rumored to go back to St. Louis. Bless you, good sir. Thank you. Um, I tried to conceal it as best I could. I don't think anything hurt you. I just wanted to be generous. Uh, no, thank a, a you. A gentleman with manners. But, um, yeah. Not really much of MLB on mine. I, I also heard Trey Turner got checked. Uh, you know, the Mariners were trying to check in on the Turner sweepstakes. So we're seeing some rumblings no. here, but nothing's really official yet. So not a whole lot to smoke break down. And mirrors. Yeah, just you know, a lot of smoke screens here about all oh, these teams interested in this. And uh, yeah, how so about the third member of our team out. today, Jack? Yeah, how about the third member of our team? <laughs> I sat down. There's, just a, there's a giraffe in my face. Yeah. Um, actually, there What's is up, some, there, there are some other news. How you doing? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Dodgers. We would like. <laughs> well, we would like. A large pie. <laughs> large pie. Pepperoni, pineapple. And. <laughs> I love that video. I love Key and Peel, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Mets also met with Kadai Sanga they uh, from with? Japan. From Japan. Met, yeah, they met. <laughs> they, they met with. Um, but yes, uh, Dodgers also non tendered Cody Bellinger. He's also he said he's not looking to stay within an organization. Uh, past this upcoming season, so he only wants a one-year contract. Angels acquired Gio Urshela from the Twins. Um, Twins also acquired shortstop Kyle Farmer in a trade with the Reds. Judge gets AL MVP, not surprisingly, and Paul yeah. Goldschmidt gets the NL MVP, so congratulations to them. Kyle Farmer's an interesting piece, by the way. Yeah, he was decent up. with the Reds last yeah. year. Let's see. I, you know, I'm interested to see how they move up to Minnesota goes. I feel like they always have a middle infielder like that. He kind of reminds me of Brian Dozier. You remember him? Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had like that one really good season where he had like forty one home runs and then like <laughs> tapered off. And he was just average after that. But yeah, he was uh he kind of reminds me of that. Not yeah. not that not that type of pop, but like that style of player. He's like a not flashy, but he's just like a he's meh. He's average. Yeah. But um Kyle Farmer. Kyle Farmer. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> as good as Kyle Schwarber. Dude, imagine Kyle Farmer in the Phillies. Oh no. Kyle Farmer, Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Farmer, Bryce Harper. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> stop. I love saying it. Trey Turner. Stop. That this one's the, okay. Can this madness eat a tray table? <laughs> can the madness stop? No, but um Stop the madness! Oh, also twins rebranded. They also released some new some new uniforms. They redesigned their logo. They didn't make any drastic changes, which I like. I don't like, you know, a lot of drastic changes to logos. Uh, they, you know, they just simplified some things. They made some changes to the uh, 
you know, the T and the what the C is in the logo I think to represent the Twin Cities. They dotted their I's, crossed their T's. Yeah, exactly. They made uh, uh you know minute changes, but uh, it looks okay. Not not, not bug not fixes too and bad. performance enhancements. Precisely, my friend. Well, uh, that's all. That's all I got for MLB. Yeah, not really a Nothing. whole lot of stuff going on. Manager of the year. Oh yeah, Buck Showalter. Stupid. New York Mets. Stupid. New York Stupid. Mets, baby. It's that a regular was, season award. It's a regular season award. Regular season. I don't care. I you still don't, don't care. You don't give. Look you, what you happened. You don't give. You, you don't give. You started five hundred. You don't give. You don't give. You don't give. You don't give the manager of the year award to an eighty-seven win shambles. manager. Eighty-seven win. Yeah, yeah. After he had to pick up the pieces of Joe Girardi. Oh, there. boo. Oh my, that was disgusting. Save it. Getting a team that has been nothing but a loser for eleven years into the playoffs for the first time. Yeah. Not to mention what he actually did in the playoffs. We don't talk about that. I don't care. I take do. the Mets. I take, do take the Mets who have been a loser since 2016 and turn them into 2011, a bud. And what did they do? They lost. Okay, they it's lost. a regular. It's a regular season award. You're a regular season award. Get that yeah. through your thick skull. I don't. I just can't fathom it. You started zero and zero. Okay, that's when Buck Walter started. Tops had started seven games under 500 in May with a shortened season in May, and he got them to the playoffs with some of the best baseball this town's seen. Yeah, with an expanded wild card. Come on, with awful pitching. You realize this is the first year of the expanded wild card. If it was just like last year, Phillies would have missed the playoffs. I don't yet again. care. So I know it's a kind of irrelevant example, but I'm just saying, you know. Yes, he did a good job turning the team around, but y'all won 87 games. Like it's not like you were impressive in terms of like just going. Yeah, going what up, was the Thompson pace? The Expand the Thompson pace across a full season across those. Uh, what is it like? 50, excuse me, 50 games, 51 games that he didn't have. Right, look, he had two thirds of a season. He had two thirds of a season, and how many look, games did he win? Buck 87 Walter, minus 22. Tangible Quick results. That's 65. Tangible results. By two is tangible results from the start. Tangible results from the start for Buck Showalter. Three. That's 97. 101 Rounded wins. up to 98 wins. Oh, my wins. goodness, That's man. within three of the Mets. You are just ridiculous. I'm not ridiculous. I'm mathematically a genius. Well, yeah, we can re- we can restrict your level of genius to, Did I you guess, not just hear the numbers I threw at you? I do not Within care. three wins. Three wins with a inferior staff. The Mets... Had the second highest win total with a in Bryce their Harper that was history. out for two weeks or two months. I'm sorry, with a Gene Segura out for two months. You make it like you won the World Series. That much you're gloating. We went to the World Series. That means nothing. I'm not even talking about that right now. I'm talking about the regular season because yeah, it's a regular, regular season, season award, Jack. Yeah, right? it is. It is a regular right. season award. Look at Rob Thompson's regular season. He got. He was on a 98. Win season pace. Yeah, with a Bryce Harper that was gone, win. with a Gene Segura that was gone. Still would have been less wins than the Mets. So. With a anyway. very inferior pitching staff. I Come digress. on, let's you make look it like at you're this starting statistically. Bad. Let's make you make it like we your have two good starting good. three. Your starting rotation starts well. Your starting rotation is probably top ten in the league. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. And the bullpen was disgusting, by the way. It was actually good for most of the season. It was good for June. June was through it. August. No. No, it was August. June through August. mid-August and then June late through, August. Through the All-Star break, it was fine. June in, June through July. And then August, it started to come back down to earth. So, I mean, look, this just shows you have zero clue how awards work. That's not true. I know exactly how the awards work. I just rattled off how Rob Thompson was a better regular season manager than Buck Showalter. No, you didn't. Give me a break. You know what? Results matter. And uh, it's a result-driven business. That's why 101 wins uh, magnifies the end of the season. He didn't have as much time. 
I don't. I, if, I don't if, if Rob, if Rob you know Thompson what? started the season, you know the Phillies still wouldn't have won 120 games. They might have. They would have. They were on pace to win 98. Well, that's pretty damn close. I will go on the record right now and say the Philadelphia Phillies will have greater than or equal to 101 wins in the 2023 season with Rob Thompson starting the year as manager. Can't wait to come back and look at this when yeah. you're drastically wrong. Let's have it. Let's I go. I cannot wait. Let's go. I cannot wait for y'all to finish in third place again. Stop. This is what Phillies fans do every Not gonna year. Happen. Not going to happen. Oh, whoa. This is, this is the year we, we don't get third place. Oh, let's do it. You still get third place anyway. I don't even nope. care you made the World Series. Third place. Why don't you care about that? Because you lost. One of the greatest you lost. Runs. Shut up. It's not all about that. Uh, I mean, it kind of is. Not really. Not really. How does that build anything to next year? How does that? Every year's different. What do you mean, how does that build anything to next year? Everything's different. Every year's different. Experience matters. Look at the Cincinnati Bengals. Look made, at them. Made the Super Bowl. They're terrible now. They're now six and five. Every year is different. My I know friend. every year's different. Every year's different. Just because you can catch lightning in a bottle one year, and I'm not trying to say Rob Thompson is just some bad manager. What he did this year, it was incredible. He did a great job turning that franchise around, and I got to tip my cap and give credit where credit's due. You're I'm not, not giving. Credit I'm not trying credit's to slight him. You're saying he's better than Buck. Or you're not saying he's better than Buck Showalter because he's not. Yes, he is. Look at the track record. Oh, Buck Showalter. Uh, over 1,500 managerial wins, I'd say that's quite impressive. But uh, that's just me. That's just me. Anyway, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get right, you know, we'll wrap up this debate Team Thompson, uh, and get back go. to our NFL debate. Rob Thompson, let's ride. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. We will be back on the flip side of this break right here on Heavy Hitters. And welcome back into Heavy Hitters. Mitchell Smedley, Jack Heim, and Pippa making her appearance. Appearance? Appearance in the studio. Uh, we've been discussing personalized jerseys, manager of the year. Um, Rob Thompson, awesome, but he was uh, shunned from the awards. Okay, year. okay. Unjustly. Well, uh, look, look, the Mets led the league in hit by pitches. Um, Don't care. Dealt with some various injuries along the way. And every team deals with injuries. Harper. Look, um, actually... Uh, if you look at statistically, the injury of Starling Marte down the stretch of the season had a huge impact on the Mets. Uh, but again, you don't watch the Mets every day, so you wouldn't know. Um, I know anyway, Starling Marte is not as good a player as Bryce Harper. Well, am I saying that? No. You have to, you know, obviously listen to the words I say and read between the lines. But um, how is it more impactful to the Mets than Bryce Harper is to the Phillies? Because I'm not. Did I say that? No. Yes, I, you just no, said that. No, I didn't. I said Starling Marte's impact left a huge hole for the Mets. Okay. And Bryce Harper's hole was bigger. I'm not going to argue that Bryce Harper is worse than Sarno Marte. He's obviously better. But if you watch, but you don't watch the Mets every day. So, I mean, again, you're just trying to paint a narrative that's absolutely flat-out wrong. How but, is um, the narrative wrong that the Harper injury was worse for the Phillies than the Marte injury was worse for the Mets? That's not what I'm saying. It's the thing. I'm saying that saying, Marte's then? injury for the Mets was monumental, and it played a big part in why we didn't end up closing things out along the stretch. And, you know, the lineup kind of struggled. Uh, down the stretch of the season. If you look at our run production, as soon as Marte got hurt, it kind of dipped because he was huge for us in our two-hole that allowed our you know three and four hitters to get even more opportunities to drive runs in. But uh, again, like Marte's a good player, but I mean, I don't know what you're arguing then because you're saying like every team has injuries. I'm arguing that the Phillies had more injuries, which would go they toward, did not. It would go to the case of Rob Thompson. You had Bryce Harper out. Segura, Harper. Segura came back. Sir Anthony, Knable, a lot of injuries. Who else? Uh, Eflin, thank God he's gone now. Let's see. <laughs> um, Marte missed time. Uh, who else? Let's see. They must stay healthy pretty much the whole year. Uh, McNeil got hurt for a little bit. Uh, was That's out a for bonus. A, yeah, uh, decent. 
uh, player right there gone. And Eduardo Escobar was awful for the whole year, pretty much a liability, even though he's healthy, but then he turned around towards the end. Uh, so might as well have had an injured third baseman. But, I mean, you know, our catching spot, not good. But, I mean, look, if you just look at up and down, I mean, we also had some injuries on the pitching side. We had to care, uh, call up various pitchers, which saw Nate Fisher in our bullpen for three innings against the Phillies. By the way, he shut them down due to various yeah, bullpen injuries. Yeah, I remember injuries. that game. Um, you know, I remember that game. I was Lugo furious. missed time. Trevor May missed a lot of time. Um, yeah, you know, our, our, we were banged up, and we Buck did a great job leading us through, you know, some tough times. We were having to put some guys that were like, okay, we're really putting these guys out in the lineup. Uh, we were calling various guys up from AAA. We had, oh, what was his name? I can't remember. He played like two games. He was some scrub from AAA. I mean, should not even have been in the MLB. And we, of course, he had to play against the Braves down in Atlanta at a critical time. Uh, he was short. Oh, Marrero. That's his name. Devin Marrero. That dude was terrible. Because <laughs> Luis Guillorme was out for two months. Escobar got out for two weeks because he was sick. Man, it was unreal. unreal. I had to watch Odubel Herrera. I had to watch. At least he's not a walking out. I At had... least he has the capability to swing a baseball bat. I had to watch. I don't even know his first name. Muziati. Oh, yeah, Nick, I think. Is it Nick? Yeah, really? or something like that. It's something. I don't know, but Muziati. I remember, yeah, center fielder. Yeah, yeah very man, early in the season. Now, Patrick Mazika catching. I mean, oh, my God. DeGrom was out. Jacob DeGrom was out for almost the whole season. Not the whole season. What are you talking about? He came about? back in, like, late July. He came back in July. That's half the season. No, it's not. He started, like, 12 games. And then he got hurt again. And then came back. Jacob DeGrom's overrated. I mean, I would not uh, I would not say that. No, nah, the DeGrom uh, injury was, uh, it was an in- important injury. Yeah, I mean, you know, if Tyler McGill doesn't step up the way he does, our rotation is looking a lot less secure, especially early in the season before he got hurt. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, injuries are going around. And, uh, yeah, I was not trying to argue that Marte is better than Harper. But All right, that's what every it sounded team, like to me. Every team has their fair share of injuries. And, okay, I might have I might have misspoke. But what I meant was that Marte's <laughs> impact on the Mets was big. Was quite I, – I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to say unmeasurable because he's not like an MVP player. But he was a glue guy for that lineup, and def- especially defensively, too. Marte's a solid hitter. I don't yeah, like him for that. You yeah, know? he's a good he's a good little ball player. He's freaking built up. But Harper is MVP quality. I'm not going to disagree with that. Bryce Harper's one of our game's best hitters, but, yeah. I mean, Marte's impact the on the Mets was incredible. If we have a healthy Marte, I honestly might say we win the division. Honestly. Oh, speaking of Because that, we just couldn't hit against Atlanta. We just could not hit at all. Yeah, I got you. Down the stretch. So that, that was just my main argument. That's where I was trying to go with you. that. I got you. So. Speaking of the uh, the Harper swing, by the way, quick transition. I don't know if you saw. Did you see the piece of the Joe Buck interview um, where he was talking about he actually started latching on and, and kind of rooting for the Phillies this postseason while he wasn't uh, calling MLB? And then he um, they were talking about how much did you miss it? Like, did you miss the World Series? And he said, no, I didn't miss calling it, actually. But he said, um, I think he was talking about the uh, a- not AF, um, NL championship home run that Harper hit to send us there, he was saying that that was a moment where he thought, man, I wish I was there to call that. But he said, you know, overall he was happy for Joe Davis and he didn't miss the World Series at all, but his wife kept, you know, asking him a million times. But um, I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't know if you saw that piece that Joe Buck uh, no, was talking about. I did not. But I, I mean, to you. look, yeah, look, being a person who's aspiring to be a future broadcaster, yeah, watching that moment, despite it being a Philly moment, yeah. like, if you're looking at it from a broadcasting point of view, it's an electric moment. Like, it's a it's just, game-winning yeah. home run, sends chills down your spine, and it's like, to be in the booth to call that moment, of course you want to be there, especially with the, as prominent of a broadcaster as Joe Buck is, yep. and the name recognition that he has. So, I mean, of course, 
you're going to want to be there calling that moment just yeah. because of how insane it was. I mean, Harper hits it opposite field, goes over the Back wall. Back it goes! Harper! The swing of his life! Harper celebrates, getting a little emotional. The stadium's little, literal pandemonium. Yeah. Bedlam at the bank, I, mean, I believe, is look, how uh, Fransky put it. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's a moment that you dream of if you're yep. a broadcaster. I thought the two important, uh, not important, the two interesting, most interesting things to me were that after you know 22 years or whatever it's been for Joe Buck, that he didn't miss being back, that he was he was happy, he felt like he made the right decision, um, and then also that he started rooting for the Phillies. Ew, I, that was crazy. Gross. Philly hates Joe Buck, and Joe Buck hates Philly. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it also you're working with a former Cowboy in Troy Aikman, so you're gonna get that Cowboy kind of point of view slash bias there. So I mean that yeah. can also lead to yeah. uh, influential of influence of hating Philly. Yeah, not a big Joe Buck guy. But I mean, you know, Philly, Philly's also a... not a easy, easily likable city. I no. should say. I feel like so. I think um, there was an Eagles game where fans were literally trying to climb up from the stands into the booth to get at Joe Buck. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to leave a pretty picture in your memory. Yeah. So, uh, well, with that being Anyways. said. Um, I think we should move on. There's I think not, so. I, that was a good MLB debate, a little sesh. Yeah. Um, Who says we don't got MLB to talk about? Yeah. We've got we, manager of the year. We have debates. We can vary. Look, I know I can be right, but... Uh, congratulations to Buck Showalter, but uh, you're the second best manager in the National League. Oh, here. stop. Stop. I said congratulations. Oh, my goodness. We're not getting back down the travel again. NFL Week 11. We got to recap it. We're going to go Sunday games only. Uh, you know, Thursday night it was a 27-17 week briefly for the Titans. They're 7-3. They continue to build on their good season. Tannehill, efficient, 22-27, 333, two touchdowns, one pick. Derrick Henry gets it in the end zone. Traylon Burks coming back off the, um, was it IR? I don't think it was quite IR. It might have been, but uh, maybe three or know. four weeks. Seven for 111. Impressive day for the rookie yeah, out of stuff. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Packers fall to 4-7. and seven. Their playoff hopes continue to dwindle. And they will be... They will find the door slammed their face once more. They will be eradicated on Sunday Night Football coming up Thanksgiving weekend. Another cupcake for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, this isn't quite a cupcake. We'll get that. Packers will sneak up on you. They're, they're not good. Come on, man. I understand that. I Four and seven for a reason. They lost. Uh, I mean, we'll get to Lions in a little bit. They lost yeah. the freaking Lions, man. I know. <sighs> Speaking Let's of the Lions, might as well just go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I was well going to Who else might, lost to the might, Lions, Might as well just rip off the Band-Aid now. Who else now? lost to the Lions? Oh, my goodness. This game, terrible. 31-18. The Lions beat the Giants. Ha-ha. Laugh it up. Uh, but don't look now. The Lions are 4-6. and six. They've won three in a row. Uh, Dan Campbell's finding some life with this group. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting to see how... Uh, you know how they continue to try to keep going forward here. I mean, they're not—they're—they're they're dark horses, but they're—they don't have offensive weapons. They're, they're kind of in this. this playoff race now, slightly. With yeah. how wacky this year is. I mean, look at Green Bay. What are they? Four and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Lions Let's are see. half game up. Eagles one, Vikings two, Seattle three. Is Seattle in the three seed now? Yes. Yeah, Seattle. My goodness. Three. Cowboys. Five. Bucks four. Giants. Uh, Cowboys five. Giants six. Niners seven. Wow. That's such an interesting so, playoff picture. Dude, if the Niners lose this week, the Commanders would be the seventh seed. No yep. way. Yep. Washington All Seattle. Four San Fran would be San Fran would be five and five. Washington would be six and five. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. There's Bonkers, a uh, my friend. There's a weird scenario out there, especially considering the the commies beat the Eagles already, that uh all four of these teams get in. I know, man. This is 
craziness. That'd be but absolutely nuts. Getting back to the game, look, Giants played horrible in the first half. Could not generate much of anything at all on offense. Could not run the football with Saquon all day. 15 carries, 22 yards. Abysmal. Um, much in that due to the offensive line. There was a lot of cycling in and out. Three of the starting offensive linemen uh, had to be replaced. Uh, everyone except the two tackles. So the, both guards and, the, and our center had to be, you know, cycled around. And that's not going to lead. That's not a recipe for success. Uh, also doesn't help when your receivers drop passes. Fumble at inopportune times. <clears throat> Isaiah Hodgins at the end of the game. Look, Giants made too many mental mistakes. They lost They, they lost to Dory Jackson. Xavier McKinney was already out before this game. They got, you know, the injury bug. Plagued him heavy this week. Wondell Robinson out for the year. Just tore his ACL. The, the rookie wide receiver from Kentucky. That also doesn't help. So, look, the injuries are starting to pile up for this group. And, uh, you know, when you're having to go to a team that's not in a really deep roster, uh, a, a lot here with so many injuries, it's more than likely not going to bow well for you. The, the Lions ran it all day over the Giants. Jamal Williams, a pair of t- uh, three, touchdowns. three touchdowns. DeAndre Swift with one, so four touchdowns on the ground. Jared Goff did what he had to do, was efficient enough to get the Lions to win. And uh, also the right tackle was replaced. Uh, my, my bad there. So, um, yeah, it's just... It's tough to win with so many injuries. You don't play that great to begin with. Daniel Jones had some moments where he looked really good. Also threw a couple of bad interceptions. So the Daniel Jones experience continues to be a one heck of a roller coaster. So, um, yeah. Giants lose 31-18. They got a rebound next week. They go to play Dallas on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, baby. Who are you rooting for? Ooh. You know what? Giants? This is always the hardest question. These are the two teams I hate the most. However... I've always been raised a certain way, and they're ahead in the standings, so I got to go against the Cowboys. I'm not rooting for the Giants. Oh, he is. But I'm rooting news. against Mitchell the Cowboys. Mitchell Smedley for this one week and one week only is a fan of the New York football Giants. Well, this one week until they play them again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I, no, we already played them uh, once. Oh, yeah. We yeah. lost. So. Yep. So I this is Cowboys. This starts a stretch for the Giants where they play – Five consecutive division games. Division game. Oh, do we play you guys next week? No, four. Four. It goes at Cowboys, home to Washington, oh, home wow. to Philly, at Washington, and then we end the year against you guys. So Okay. So that is uh that's five games. Uh yeah. there's some in between. Five of our final seven. Okay, so there's two between the final yeah, Vikings right. and Colts. Dude, Eagles Giants always happens on the last uh, day of the season. Yeah, it's Boston terrible. Scott time. <laughs> Remember that game? Yeah. It's Inside the five. Yeah. Oh my! Who is? Remember the Thursday Boston night, Scott. Remember the Thursday night game a couple years ago where Evan Ingram dropped that open pass to seal the game, and then the Eagles came back and won it on a last second field goal. Yes, where Daniel Jones tripped on his no. way to the end zone. Was that the same that game? That was Thursday night. Yeah, because Joe Buck was on the. Oh call. yeah. Trying to stay upright and he trips. Yeah, because then he threw a touchdown to Sterling Shepard right after that. Yes. Yeah, they got in the end zone like three plays later. Yeah. And to then make it um, 10-3. I think I it was like what? I forgot how we won that game. Was that a field goal? I think so. Probably Jake the Giant Killer. And then do you remember a Monday night football game? God, I hate that guy. A Monday night football game on ESPN where we were down like two scores in the fourth quarter. Yep, at the Meadowlands. And win, and win in overtime. Yep, in New York. They did it! Eat that W Philly! On a last second. Yeah, like uh, honestly, second, on an honestly touchdown it would probably take more than one hand to count how many times the Eagles have shattered the Giants' hearts over the past Deshaun several years. Deshaun Jackson gets a block! Not even Are that you one. kidding? Not even that one. Like, that's the worst of them all. That was 2010. Yeah. But, like, over the last four to five years, the Eagles have done it so many times. Is it Jake good? Elliott, 61 it yarder. Is good. Jake Elliott, 61 yarder in Philly. Yep. Monday night football comeback. Thursday night football comeback. Um. You had, uh, I mean, it wasn't like a 
total heartbreaker, but the it was the first full start, 2017, after yeah. Wentz got hurt against the Rams. Back and forth game, Eagles won it 34-29, something like that. Yeah, it was in a Philly. Close game, remember? In Philly. Four touchdown passes. No, in uh, New York, because the oh, okay. Elliott, Elliott field goal was in Philly. Yeah. Uh, week three. Yep. Yep. In in New York, I remember that game, uh, where Foles started four touchdown passes. Um, and then, I mean, you just go to – and then, well – the last uh, the Giants last year got one back though they they stunned the uh, Eagles in New the, York uh, second half of the season there yeah in New York Jalen yes. Hurts throws three picks because he's awful Giants we'll won thir- Giants won thirteen seven yeah I remember that oh, I was, that was at my a buddy's house watching that game disgusting game oh that was so fun I hated that that was so fun I think the best part of that was I vividly remember watching the Eagles post game with uh oh Joiner Michael Barkan Barkan Joiner and, and uh, Seth Joiner and uh, is it Ricky Batalico. Maybe. He's the Phillies. I know that. No, nah, might have been somebody else. Maybe it was Metallica. I don't know. I, I all I know is Joiner and Barkan. I forget who the other guy was, but it was hilarious. Could have been Listen Ben to, Davis. They were freaking out. Yeah. They, they were, were like upset. They were like, "How do you lose to the Giants?" Yeah. I mean, come on. What have we come to? It was so funny. It was awful. It was a disgusting game. It was probably one of the best football Sundays in the past couple of years for me. Oh, good for you. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, and you. You, go, you make it okay. You good go even you. further back. You get like the Westbrook game. You get the uh, well, the miracle in the Meadowlands. You know, Herman Edwards runs it in for a touchdown. Wow, that's true. That's awful, by the way. Not not to that, but I just got a text message about uh, another team playing a division rival that's been dominated by one side. Um, we'll get to there. What was it? We'll get to there. Uh, Jets. Ooh. Jets and uh, Jets and Pats. How about that game? Yeah, Let's man. go there. You know what? Yeah, let's just go there. We got a couple minutes for wow. break. But, uh, Kevin Harlan on the call for a game-winning, I can't believe I'm saying this, Punt return touchdown. Put it away. Jones will take it. Attack. Jones will take it at the 16-yard line. Runs up the right side. Then he's got blockers. Here he goes across the 40. Midfield cuts inside. Marcus Jones. He's going to take it all the way. What call was that? Patriots. Uh, that was the punt return. I can't do a the, Kevin. Uh, I can't do a Kevin Harlan. Oh, was that the? Oh, I thought that Harlan wasn't, was pretty no, calm. No, that's not what he did. Okay, but that's just like kind of my edition yeah. of it. But, oh, I got you. Uh, Marcus Jones, 84-yard punt that's return insane. touchdown. Snaps. The hearts and, sh- and breaks the hearts of Jets fans everywhere. They're everywhere. six and four, and uh, that's really not what broke the headlines after the game. Uh, it's now the locker room troubles uh, with the Jets, and it all surrounds the quarterback, Zach Wilson. Zachy Dubs, you are the worst quarterback in the NFL. You have to be. Yep, even worse than Davis Mills. Uh, yes, nine of twenty-two, seventy-seven yards passing. I know for Zach Wilson. It's really bad. I, I watched some of Fine. his throws. Fine, Davis Mills is the 31st I watched, best quarterback. I watched some of his throws yesterday. They were bad. They were horrible. He had open receivers all day long, and he missed them. Overthrows his receiver by 10 yards, intercepted. Another another play, jumped route, could have been intercepted. Dropped interception downfield. Had his running back, had Barrios wide open in the flat, overthrows him. How do you overthrow a guy standing still in the flats? Uh, Carson Wentz will tell you all about that. Yeah. You Carson just- Wentz, I remember a game against Seattle when, when Wentz, had a game like that. He was overthrowing people by 10 yards. Yeah. And it was a walk-in touchdown it's a guy. for Corey Clement. It's a guy standing all alone in the flat. You just have to turn and simply throw it to his chest. Yes. And you fire it way over his head to the point where he can't even jump for it. I mean, Ridiculous. come on. And then you have the audacity to go to the locker room and say, uh, you know, you know, do you owe anything to your defense for this one? No. No! You threw 77 yards! I mean, come on, man. Dude. Take some accountability. The, the punt return was more yards than you had all day. 
take some accountability. Please, that's all they want to see is some accountability. And a different quarterback. But. And, uh, yeah, that too. Uh, Jets, multiple Jets players were uh, disgruntled and very displeased with, oh, I would be the way, with the way Wilson was mannering himself in the locker room. Not just based off of his response, walking around like he isn't the problem. Uh, look. Jets gave up three points, Jack. Jets cannot find the right quarterback. They gave up three points on defense and lost. Jets cannot find the right quarterback. No. Who was the last good quarterback the Jets had? Mark Sanchez? For those two years? I, I thought we're saying good quarterback. He, he was for those no, couple years. No, he wasn't. Oh, no, uh, 10 O10 in 2011? He was pretty 0-10. good. Who says 0-10? Oh, I meant 10. <laughs> I 2010. I mean, he was okay. He was good enough to get into the, AC, uh, the ACC. Oh, my God. AFC Championship game. I know. I don't know. Mark Sanchez, I guess. Who, I mean, he who, wasn't. Before that. A couple years. Uh, See? Chad Pennington? <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea. Going way back. No idea. Yeah, way back. Mid, mid-2000s mid right there. Yeah. Whew. Back to the childhood days. <laughs> Chad Pennington, man, in the AFC, in the AFC East. Wow. So, yeah, the, the uh, days. The Jets. I actually had a Chad Pennington search. Dolphins jersey. Really? Yeah. I had a bunch of weird jerseys. That's really weird. I had a Brady Quinn Browns jersey. I think my brother might add one. I don't know. Bunch of strange jerseys growing up. But uh, anyway, we have to take our second break of hour number one. Let me come back further getting into our NFL discussion. Plenty more to talk about yes, following sir. our break. Don't go anywhere. Much more NFL talk. Coming your way on the flip side of this break, right here on Heavy Hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. And welcome back to Heavy Hitters, everybody, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Jack Heim, Mitchell Smedley, Yo. on this Monday afternoon here, November 21st, we are getting that real cool weather this past weekend. It's more it than was, cool, it's freezing. It was freezing it's so cold. so cold, a guy could rob you with a bucket of water. I was here yesterday at Andre Reed Stadium calling the field hockey championship. Yeah. I saw ESU take down Millersville. Incredible game to call, by the way. Overtime was required. It was a thriller. Couldn't have asked for a better one to uh, to call there. You were uh, here, um, what was it, Thursday night for the, uh, or, the... Or Friday. Which one was it where you called the, uh, was it a soccer game? No, basketball. 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 Yeah, basketball. <laughs> disco um, ball. Yeah, disco ball. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to get back to our NFL discussion. Uh, that was just my thoughts on the Jets, man. And Sauce Gardner got caught up in some media controversy. He, he doesn't a, seem like that guy at all. He, he, li- he liked a photo, that uh, liked a tweet that said, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to take accountability or something like that. Uh, Something about the defense. It was just like, uh, yeah. you know, in regards to Zach Wilson. And then he unliked it and said it was a mistake. So, uh, yep. Interesting sure. times in the Jets facility right now. A lot of animosity between uh, their quarterback and the rest of the squad. But um, we got to move on, Mitch. What's our next game, buddy? Let's Might to, it be Indianapolis? Let's go to Indy. Let's go to Indianapolis. Let's go to review the fraudulent nine and no, one Philadelphia no, 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 no. Eagles. It's the great Philadelphia Eagles that have a hurt Dallas Goddard, a terrible head coach, and one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. That's all it is. <laughs> I think it's t- <laughs> I think it's time for you to lose. Well, actually, that's you know, what bef- it is. Before we get there, what I do have one more point about the Jets. And go Pats. for it. Um, last fourteen, the the Pats have beat the Jets fourteen times consecutively. <laughs> Ouch! In the words of the Alaskan bullworm, fourteen times consecutively. That's a lot. That's seven years, Jack. That's awful. That's seven years. You have to go back to 2015. Ew! No, never make that noise again. Ew! That's disgusting. Anyways, uh, Indianapolis. The Colts took on the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend, 
And uh, the Colts controlled the game. They dominated uh, for some turnovers. And, uh, yeah, got out of there with a solid win. Nope, 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 nope. A fourth quarter comeback by the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, a touchdown pass from Jalen Hurts to Quez Watkins. And a touchdown run of seven yards by Jalen Hurts to take the lead 17-16 with a minute to go. The defense would hold, and the Philadelphia Eagles are 9-1, and one, a record we haven't seen since 2017. We all know what happened that year. Man, I, I called Jack in the middle of this game, and Jack, I know we can't specifically say, but how was that phone call? You were, uh, you were a little upset. Just a you little were, bit. You were a little fiery. You were a little animated, but uh, you got through it, got and through uh, it. the Eagles came back and won. And so it was look, I said this last week that at at our worst, we still should have won that game against Washington. And at our worst, we still barely won this game against the Colts. And I get it. Those are not, you know, juggernaut teams at all. They're not well, the, the commanders are kind of competitors. We'll see what the Colts are. They're not good teams though, right? I get that. But at our worst, we're right in that category. Imagine what the Eagles can be at their best, Jack. I'm still gonna say it. Jalen Hurts really needs to improve. Here's my problem. Two separate times, uh, Jalen Hurts took a sack that took us out of field goal range. That's six points he left on the board. If you don't score on that final drive, it would have been 16-16, right? That would have been a tie game that you gave up because you took sacks, because you didn't throw the ball away when you had all kinds of time. I don't understand what about that was not communicated to Jalen Hurts that, hey, hey, buddy, we're on the edge of field goal range. If you don't do anything stupid... We'll still be in field goal range. And he does something stupid. Not once. Not once. But twice. And that is the part I can't fathom. I understand mistakes happen. But the sign of a good quarterback, A, is he doesn't do that stupid thing. But B, he doesn't do it twice. He makes up for it later in the game and does the right thing. Jalen Hurts took two crucial sacks in that game that I cannot forgive on this Monday, Jack. Can't forgive it. The defense is outstanding, by the way. This is an an elite defense. Uh, CJ GJ over there. Uh, Darius Slay, big play Slay. Uh, Dr- James Bradbury. Uh, the rest, the run defense improved. Uh, it's not great, but the, the pass defense, the secondary here, I mean, it is lockdown coverage. Man, the Eagles defense is fun to watch. The offense makes me want to throw things at my wall 24-7. Look, 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 look. Look. Look here real look. quick. Look here real quick, son. Look here. Look out um, in the parking lot. Look, look, Eagles ain't no great Jakes. Come on now, man. Let's be realistic here. They're a good team. They're not 9-1 good. Yes, they are. They are taking advantage of a very weak schedule. No. If you look down, let, let's, let's, let's go through the list of opponents here. At Lions, speaks for itself. Hey! Oh, the Lions starting to look like a good team here. I said decent. Okay, okay. they beat a decent, decent. team. They put up 38 on them. They're a different team now than they were in week Stop. one, buddy boy. Okay. Keep going, Vikings. Vikings. Good pri- team. Vikings in prime time. Speaks Stop. Vikings in prime time. It was a good Vikings team. At Washington with Carson Wentz. Embarrassed them. Carson Wentz. They embarrassed them, though. They didn't barely scrape by. They embarrassed them. And they it's embarrassed Carson Wentz. the Vikings. You sure he's terrible. They did. What more do you want? Eight-point win against... Jacksonville. Because of a pick six in the first quarter. They were down 14-0. Come on. Three-point win at Arizona. That was a tough game. 
That was a tough-fought game that the Eagles played well late. Beat Cooper Rush by nine. That was a good game. They beat the Cowboys. Dominated the Steelers. They, and they as, dominated as, most of that Cowboy game, by the should. way. And they dominated the Steelers. Beat the Texans by 12. That's fine. That's double digits, dude. And the Eagles... This also, isn't... Jack, oh, you watch college way, too much. By the way... This isn't college. You're not going to be rolling by 30 every week if I'm you're not Ohio saying, State. No, I'm not saying you should be No, that's what you want, week. though. That's what you want from the Eagles. And I get it. They did that in 2017, right? They yeah, were rolling people This team's 20. not as good as the 2017 team. It's not, not even close. Well, because of Jalen Hurts. I totally it's, agree it's with you. Miles, they have better receivers, a better, uh, a better secondary. I think they lack. I don't think they it's have a very similar offensive line. They lack in the defensive line and the quarterback. I think look, those are that, the two positions. Look, and the 2017 defense leaps and bounds better than this year's. Defense. Not the secondary, dude. All the injuries in the secondary. Let's see. All right, twelve point win against Davis Mills and the Texans. Uh, lost to Washington. Because of the refs. Different Divisional game, because of the refs. Disgusting. Should have won. And you squeak by the Colts. Right. It, it's not impressive. I'm sorry. A thir- Jack, how many W's did you just rattle off? Nine of them. 35 all right, all right. points allowed to the Lions. Question. Are the Eagles more 9-1 and one than the Giants are 7-3? What are they? 7-3? Yeah, 7-3. Are the Eagles more their record than the Giants? Who matches their record better, Jack? Oh, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. See, I think both have overperformed. But I'd have to say, just because the Giants have more losses, I'd say the Giants are more 7-3. and three. Look, I'm sorry. The Eagles are a good team. They are not your standard 9-1 team. Oh, my goodness. In this year where there really doesn't seem like... We thought the Vikings were, were one of the, no, the top-tier no, teams no, here. No, 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 no. You! I still do. I still do, and they got utterly embarrassed this weekend. Yeah, put this team even remotely close to prime time, and they look like they're they're in shambles, shambles of what they are at one p.m. One p.m. Eastern time. Vikings are are a generational talent. Anything after that is just. I will still. I will say this to you every week, Jack. Name a better team in the conference than the Eagles. Name one. Giants. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's so funny messing with you. No, look, the Eagles are probably the best team in an awful NFC conference. Right, right. The Cowboys aren't better. Eagles already beat them. Actually? No, no, You beat no. Cooper Rush. No. You beat Cooper Rush. Cowboys are bad. You beat Cooper awful. Rush. Awful. Give I'd me the Giants I, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see that, uh, that, that Cowboys matchup next time you play each other. Because I think Dallas could win. No. 100%. Nope. Dacky boy. Got to throw all over the Eagles defense. Okay, Tony uh, Pollard going to run all over the uh, Eagles. The, who who are the contenders? It's the Vikings, Cowboys, uh, Seahawks, and Niners. Attention, attention, read your notebook. Attention, KU students. Have you heard about KU Bears grant funding? The purpose of the KU Bears program is to support faculty and student research pairs over the summer. The goals are for undergraduate students to develop the necessary skill set to become student researchers and to provide faculty members with paid student research assistance. Undergraduate students selected for the program will receive summer pay for research tasks assigned by a faculty supervisor. By assisting faculty members in their research, students selected for the program will obtain the knowledge and skills necessary for conducting advanced research in their field. To apply and learn more about KU Bears grant funding, please visit www.kutztown.edu slash UGRC and look under grants and sponsored projects. This message of community interest brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Heavy hitters. We are back to wrap up hour one and what's been a spicy Fiery. show. Yeah, spicy. I like that. Speaking of spicy, Anthony just asked me to pay him. 
for Colt oh, McCoy. By the way, and I'm uh, taking the Cowboy defense over the Eagle defense. What? What? Come on. CJGJ leads the league in interceptions, and he's our third best member of our secondary. Blah, blah, blah. Come Let's on. go over these point totals here. Give me a break. Cowboys allowed 19, 17, 16, 10, 10, 26, 6, 29 in a shootout type game, 31 and 3. They've allowed only th- only over 30 points one time. Okay. Once. All right, read the Eagles. Once. 35. Yeah, 35. I'm 7, 8, 21, 17, 17, 13, 17, 21, 16. Yeah! They allowed 30 points, over 30 points, once, once, once. They allowed 21 to Jacksonville. Oh my God, give me a break. Seven of those weren't even by the defense. They allowed 17 to Houston. Se- wait, wait, wait. That's an important point. They allowed 30. Seven of oh, those actually, Jacksonville actually, points. Actually, twice. It's called counting. Lions and Commanders. Commanders didn't get 30. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They scored 26. 32. No, because the last six it counts came on. All the it does, same. No, no, no. It doesn't count against the defense, Jack. It That's what all I'm saying. That does not count against the defense. No, not no. against the defense, but you allowed 32 points. Oh, my good. No, we're talking about who's the better defense. Yeah, and the Eagles are. Uh, not the Eagles. The Cowboys yes, are. Yes, yeah! The Cowboys are. The Cowboys are. The Cowboys are. Correct. Jack, no, listen to me. You have to calm down for one second. No. You have to listen to me. Cowboys are better. No. Cowboys are better. A pick six 100%. does not go against the Eagles' defense. Obviously. A fumble return for a touchdown does not go against the defense. Technically, you're on the defense at that point when you turn no. it over. No. Yes. The, fine. The Eagles defensive unit. How about that? Okay. I will take the Which Eagles. Which was Jalen Hurts at the time no! we fumbled it. stop it. <laughs> I can't talk to you. <laughs> oh, it's Dude, too easy, ladies and gentlemen. It's not easy. It's just that you're wrong. It's oh, just that you're wrong. Oh, it is too Everybody easy. Everybody, the Heavy Hitters ladies Instagram telling Jack he's wrong. At Heavy Hitters KUR, message us, tell me that I'm right about Dallas' defense being better. Cue up, uh, what's that, Marissa Tomei? No, the defense is wrong. <laughs> you know, Jack, my biological clock is ticking like this. And the way this football season's going, I ain't ever getting married. <laughs> do you know what movie I'm quoting? Um, I believe I do. It's my favorite movie. My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, buddy! I do it. I do it. Hey, Yankee now. boy. It's a little culture. I got you $200. It's a little culture. You we got we to keep going here, folks. We got a show to put on for our lovely listeners here Can today. I explain the Colt McCoy situation, by the way, real quick? Uh, Sure. Make yeah. it quick, though. Okay. So, um, I have, as we all know, I'm a Kyler Murray truther. And I have him on my fantasy team, and I've been watching the injury situation. And news came down. I got a text from my buddy uh, Anthony in our group chat, and he said, "Uh-oh, Mitch, better pick up Colt McCoy. Murray's not starting." This was this morning. I'm like, "Oh no!" Right? So I was watching it, and then and then I look, and I don't see Colt McCoy in the available players. And then I look back in the group chat, and my worst fears were realized. I got outmanagered because there was a picture. A screenshot from Anthony of his fantasy football lineup, and he said, new edition. And right there sat Colt McCoy. He had picked up the free agent. He dropped uh, Otto, the uh, tight end for the, yeah. the Bucks. Yeah, Kate Otten. Yeah, Otten. And, um, oh, man, and I was upset. And I, I wanted to know if it was personal or just because he was just playing, you know, fantasy football and wanted to take away a win from a, a obvious playoff contending team because I'm 8-2 and two at the time. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he is not going to make the playoffs. So I texted him. I said, "What was the reason for that? Be honest." And he said, "I just wanted to. I just wanted to. If I'm not making it, I wanted to ruin other people's times." So I was like, "Okay." Uh, all I said back was, "I." Right. You know, I took it like a man. I said, "You know what? That was a good move." And then he said, "You know what? I'll drop him." And he dropped him, and I picked it up. And Colt McCoy is starting tonight. I need the combination of him, Christian McCaffrey, and James Conner to score 55, 55 points for me to go 9-2, and two, which is almost as good as the Eagles there at 9-1. and one. Well, with that being said, Mitch, we have to step aside for our hourly break. When we come back for hour number two, more NFL discussion coming to our next right here on Heavy Eaters on the radio voice of Kutztown University. K-U-R, okay, Kutztown. Here on this Monday afternoon, Jack Heim. And Mitchell Smedley, we are back. We had a fiery hour number one, but we are back here for hour number two. Plenty more NFL to talk about here, but let's get right back into it. Mitch, we wrapped up hour number one talking about uh, your fantasy football team and how uh, how um, you know you make that move with Colt McCoy and all that drama. But uh, you know, now I think it's time we move our way back into our NFL discussion further. With the Bears and the Falcons. Going on to Atlanta. Uh, 27-24. The Falcons win it over the Bears. Justin Fields did leave the game hurt, I believe. Ooh. Mitch, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I mean, it's the Falcons. <laughs> uh, yeah, close game against a bad football team. Really, the unfortunate thing is the is the Bears' um, quarterback situation. You know, Justin Fields, obviously, he was really turning a corner these last few weeks, and you hate to see him go down. Um... I'm still not convinced by the Falcons. The Bears get yet another loss. Really, the biggest takeaway is um, it's Justin Fields. I don't know about you. Justin Fields! Man, he's a good player. He is developing, man. Yeah. He's taking that steps. He's taking those steps forward. It was a good pick. What, was, what did they get him? Like 10th overall or something? Ye- 12th. 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 Yeah. Trade of the Giants, actually. Sorry, yeah. The, uh, the Eagles... Had the 10th overall pick in that draft. Right? Yeah. Devontae Smith. Yeah, I mean, no. Don't yeah. remind me. Yeah. Don't remind me. I do remind because the uh, the Giants, I think, were going to uh, to take I know. little Devontae there. You know, didn't happen because they traded with the Cowboys of all people. How you. about that? Stop that. Right you now. fools. <laughs> you Not fools. Not prepared to be eradicated. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that clip. Oh, man. SpongeBob. Many, many great moments. From that show. Actually, breaking news. Broncos announced they waived running back Melvin Gordon the third. Yeah, Latavius Murray's the starter now. Zip. Fumble it too many times. That's what now, you get. Rather than the ball, he's been dropped. Yeah, for real. So uh whew. Falcons win another tight one. They're five and six. Chris, I'm not gonna hype up your Falcons, man. They're not a good football not team. Gonna I'm happen. Sorry. They're, they're just so blech. And I'm not gonna get fired up about it because I'm trying to calm down. Um, yeah. you know, after freaking out for like an hour straight. Because I'm right about everything and Jack isn't. Okay. <laughs> no, you're just wrong, wrong. Mitch. No. I'm Goodness kidding. gracious. You know what else was wrong? Not playing in six feet of snow. Bills and Browns in Detroit. We do have a, noise, a note about the Falcons I just received. What? From an avid Falcons fan. That Cordero Patterson. Uh, is that guy. Set, he is that guy. Uh, set the NFL record for NFL kick returns with his ninth. Good for him. I did see that. Congratulations, Cordero. Our one lone still not a good Falcons praise of the week. Yes. You're still not a good Cordero football Cordero Patterson, you're good. He is him. It's kind of been a good story for him. You know, he goes to Atlanta, and he really kind of turns his career around. Very much so. Yeah, he was with the Bears. Uh, who else was he with? He was Vikings. with uh, the Vikings. Yeah. 
But I, a resurgence for Cordero Patterson. Congratulations. The only oh. good piece of that offense. Yeah, really. Because Kyle Pitts. Done for the year. Yeah. It's uh, tough. You hate to see it. Marcus Mariota. Terrible. <laughs> Garbage. Drake London. Might be might be worse than Davis Phil's knowledge. He might be. Yeah, it's, it's a debate. It's a debate. You can have that discussion. Because <laughs> I don't think Marcus Mariota's thrown for over 300 yards this year. No, I don't think so. So, uh. Total. Yeah, <laughs> total. <laughs> total. Oh, that's good. Moving on. Bills, Browns, 31-23. Buffalo wins. They go to 7-3. and three. Josh Allen goes for 197 and a touchdown. Devin Singletary finds Paydirt. Uh, not, uh, yes, I was going to say not once but twice, but he only got in once. Uh, James Cook, a uh, big, big time performance for the Georgia rookie. 11 carries, 86 yards, matching Singletary's 86. Uh, Dawson Knox, 7 yards. Zacherts Dawson Knox, 7 for 70. Uh, good stuff there. Stephon Diggs found the end zone. Bills win. Uh, they do a good job. They are seven and three. Browns three and seven. They'll go on by before Deshaun Watson yeah. returns. Yeah, Deshaun Watson will make his return uh, in less Deshaun than two weeks. Deshaun Watson against uh, Houston. So, uh, yeah. what's Cleveland's record now? Three and seven. Three and seven. Yeah, not a good team. Mm. Didn't Excuse exactly uh, hold down the fort. No, no, they did not. How are they three and seven? I thought it was an eleven-game suspension. Because uh, this was week 11. They've played 11 games because they're going into their bye. Oh, no. No, no, no. They've only played 10. They already had their bye. They played Tampa next week. Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of... Oh. 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 <laughs> Wait, what am I thinking of? A revelation has just dawned upon... Wait, no. So is, the, is Watson back next week then against Tampa? Yeah, next week. Yeah. I thought... No, I think he comes no, back... No, uh, no, no, no. Houston. Yeah, he comes back for Houston. Okay. I thought they had the their bye game. coming up. This would be the 11th game. Yeah, that's what I was confused about. Yeah, I, okay. They had their bye earlier. I forget what week. Did they? I feel I, I don't know why I thought their bye was this upcoming week. I thought it was two. Yeah, then Mandela I looked at it, I'm like, Then it's not. That's not a. That's so not weird. Yeah, it was. Okay. Pretty strange. All right. Bengals Steelers in Pittsburgh, 37-30. The Bengals win. Samaja Pirine, three touchdowns. Offensive explosion today. <laughs> Mixon, if he's done for a long time, buy stock in a Samaj Piran for fantasy. But uh, Joe Burr, 355, four touchdowns, two picks. Bad trade alert for Mr. Smedley. We'll not what? talk about that. What did I do? Um, the Burrow trade? Higgins, nine for 148. Irwin uh, also got in the end zone. Uh, Trenton Irwin, the Stanford product. Uh, tight end, touchdown for the Bengals. They eke it out over the Steelers, 37-30. Steelers offense looks way better. Way better. I mean, Kenny Pickett, uh, 265, one touchdown. He missed some throws, though, man. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Read me Burrow's stats again. Uh, 355, four touchdowns, two picks. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of fantasy points there. Yep. It uh, is. 24. Najee Harris. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Looking like him old, looking like his old self. George Pickens got in the end zone, but took a boneheaded penalty at the end of the game. Got ejected and might be suspended. Um. Yeah, nice going there, pal. Uh, Najee Harris also added 26 receiving yards. Good for him. Yeah, it's exciting. Good game for Najee. It's exciting that he's starting to show flash of what he was in his rookie year. Uh, Steelers, however, fall. They're three and seven. Their tumultuous season continues. Bengals improved to six and four. They're meh. They're decent. Nothing. No great shakes, but they're not bad either. Yep. Uh We're gonna move on. Saints Rams 27-20. The Saints win it. Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, two sixty-three touchdowns. Uh, Taysom Hill got involved, uh, threw a couple passes, got a couple carries, uh, nine carries. Chris Olave with that bomb touchdown. Uh, Juwan Johnson also got in the end zone along with Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I didn't start Juwan Johnson. Saints I roll. Uh, They're Foster. four and seven. They continue to bounce back after that after that horrendous start. Four and seven. 
Rams, three and seven. Yikers for McVay and company out in LA, but the Saints win again. It's really unfortunate. I wanted that high draft pick. Yeah. Stop winning. Could still have a chance at it. Please stop winning, New Orleans. Let's take a look at the Saints upcoming schedule. Yeah. Oh, at San Fran. Loss. At Tampa. Loss. Home to Atlanta. Up for grabs. At Cleveland. Depends on how Watson is. At Philly. Loss. Home to Carolina. Win. Not easy. Not easy at all. That's that's uplifting. Let's see how they play. Especially considering how Carolina played uh, Baltimore this week. Well, before we go down to an even uglier matchup, we're going <laughs> to get a message from the KU One Open Attention, KU Community. Join the Women's Center staff for Feminist Fridays held every other Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. at the Boxwood House. Feminist Fridays consist of fun and interactive crafts, journaling, and a variety of activities with a feminist twist. Be sure to follow at Women's Center KU on Instagram for more information about Feminist Fridays. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Heavy hitters. Isn't that a Femma twist? I, I guess it could be. <laughs> a feminist twist. I guess it could be. A Femma twist. Give me a Femma twist. Well, this one will send your mind for a twist, Mitch. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't start. We didn't talk about the Rams. Ah, the Rams. They don't oh, deserve man. getting talked about, you man. You don't think they're so? Three and seven. They're garbage. How about, like, there's Super Bowl hangover, and then there's what we're seeing out of the Rams right now. This is just cups, disgusting. Cups out for probably most of the remainder of the year, if not the whole year. Yeah. Out six to eight weeks. Uh, two two at though at well at a sixty two yard touchdown. That's all he did. Allen Robinson got in the end zone. I mean, not much to not much to recognize. This team's not good. They're bad. They're a very bad team. They're bad. Not Run good. game's bad. Cam Akers looked actually okay, but like, eh. where was this? Yeah. So Matt Ryan's not Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford is not good. No, not this year. Yeah, not so. this year. Unfortunate situation for the Super Bowl. You know who else is but not they good? They went in all year last, all in last year. So and they got the they title. They got it. Yeah, they got the title. They At least it paid off. Just in the nick of time. Well, uh, you know who else is not good at quarterback? Give me uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is correct. Ding ding ding. Twenty-one to thirty-three. One ninety-six. Two interceptions. <laughs> Show Ugh. me. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That is disgusting. <laughs> wow. That made me. Uh, made me would just want to edit that. Turn out. off the TV. Yeah. And not and not do that. So, Show me, Baker, Bing, <clears throat> Good Sorry. answer. A little family feud action. Had a little here. tickle in my throat there earlier. That's why I'm. You're good, buddy. So, um, yeah, one ninety six, two interceptions, man. Woo, not good. Deonta Foreman got shut down, back down to earth, crashing back down to reality. Eleven carries, twenty four yards. I mean, nothing going. Chuba Hubbard four carries, zero yards. Oof. <laughs> I mean, wow. This offense failed to get anything going. Pretty much. Got to get something going here, but they couldn't. 205 total yards to the Ravens, 308. Yeah, yikes. 13-3, low-scoring fair goes Baltimore's way. Um, They're 7-3. It's not clean, though. Yeah, that's another one. You want to talk about not clean wins? 13-3 against Carolina is yeah, not uh, no. jumping off the page there. No, 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 no. Imagine what this team could be if they didn't blow it to the Dolphins and, and Bills. <laughs> Eight, nine, uh, nine and one. Nine and one. Yeah. Oh, to the Bills as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah I forgot about 20 to 3 in that game. Yeah. Blew it. Man. One of their three losses. They would have nine wins. One of their three losses to the Giants. They would have nine wins and they would uh they would have intact stop signs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just imagine. Exactly. What a world we could be living in. Let's Schedule, keep it going. Schedule's quite easy for them too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's so easy. <laughs> Jags, Broncos, Steelers, Browns, Falcons. Wow. 
That's easy. Steelers again, and then at Cincinnati. Yeah, they got one game. They at could the run end. the table. They could absolutely run the table because they got at Jacksonville, home to Denver, at Pittsburgh. Rivalry games always up in the air. Uh, at Cleveland, winnable game. Home to Atlanta, home to Atlanta, win. Home to Pittsburgh, you probably win that one. And uh, yeah, got the same record as the Bills and just uh, lost the head-to-head. You know, so if they finish one game better than the Bills, I mean, look at this. Chiefs one, Ravens two seed. Bills three. Well, a game we're if not going to spend too much win time their division, on. So. We're going to move on. Game not, we're not going to spend too much time on this one. Commander, 6-5. and five, They beat the Texans 23-10. Taylor Heineke gets the full-time starting gig. You know why? Because Carson Wentz is awful now. That and they're winning. Yeah. It's pretty simple. They just continue to win. It's a result-oriented business, folks. And when you get the Ws, your coach is going to give you the job. That's why Taylor Heineke gets the job as starting quarterback. Because they can win football games. They win, they win this one here, 23-10. Not much here to look at. Heineke goes for 191. No touchdowns, no picks. Just doesn't turn the ball over. Game manager type quarterback. Uh, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson lock it down to the backfield. Curtis Samuel gets in the end zone. Uh, yeah, I mean, defense kind of played a, a, a big role as well uh, for, for Washington. But look at that. I mean, they get the win. They get the win. Another one. Another one. Pick six, four, uh, three field goals, and an offensive touchdown. Was it clean? No. No. But they got the win. It's it's the commanders. It's not going to be clean. Yeah. I mean, clean defensively, yes. But, sure. Uh, Good defense. It's about where it starts and stops. Yeah. The offense is... I uh, mean, they held Damian but. Pearson check, though. Ten carries, eight yards. Not many people can say that. Yeah. How monstrous of a rookie season he's been having. <sighs> where are we going next? We're going to rattle off two quick ones Good before stuff. we spend some in-depth time. Uh, On them Cowboys. Nah, no, no. Oh. The Sunday night game. Oh, okay. There's not much to talk about with the Cowboys. There's not. Let me say it, Jack. Say it with me. Ready? Ready? One, two. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, I'm, I'm totally stupid. They won the game. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they got I knew what you were going for. And I'm like, I thought they were going to get it. I thought. I'm like, why are you saying that? Oh, I, I, I apologize. I feel like an idiot now. It's okay. It's a well, month. It feels it's. I'm well, you're not as much of an idiot. Thursday, Monday. Well, you're not as much of an idiot as Nathaniel Hackett is. Uh, 22-16. Let's ride. <laughs> 22-16. The Raiders triumph over the Broncos. I'm sorry, could you repronounce that? Oh, excuse me. The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> in overtime, they went 22-16 over their in-division rivals, the Denver Broncos. By the way, uh, 66% of the Raiders' wins this year have come against Denver. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, Two they have one three. win against Denver for each the, uh, Devontae Adams touchdown yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Two TDs, of course, against me. You know, just had to. And, you know, even more insult to injury. I had two Raiders on my roster. On my roster. Uh, and neither of them could get in the end zone. But it is it is what it is. I'm not frustrated. I'm not sad. I'm not hurt. No, you're not. I'm Justin re- Fields, I'm by the really way, just excited. breaking report, Justin Fields is reportedly day-to-day. Okay, that's injury. good. So, very good thing for him there. Avoid serious injury. Yes. Derek Carr, 307, two TDs. Josh Jacobs go for, goes for over 100 on the ground. That's yep. over 400 total yards. He's very good. Yeah. He's yes. a very good, uh, he was like my fifth-round pick or and something. And Devontae Adams, have a day. Have a day, Have a buddy. day. Yeah. Against Mitchie. Absolutely torched Pat Sertain in overtime. My goodness, you did not have to do him like that. Devontae, he's got a family. He's got a family watching the game, man. Ooh, Devontae Adams. You got barbecue back there? Whew. My goodness. Absolutely torched him on that route. Runs right down the middle of the field and whoop, stops, cuts to the corner. Pat Sertain was in the spin cycle. He was like, oh, where'd he go? Next second, he's looking up and he's seeing Devontae Adams strutting in the end zone wide open for the game when he touched down. Woo. Bad oh, defense. I mean, look, he's a really good corner, but every, every corner can get cooked now and again. Yep. Happened at a real and opportune time, though. Raiders win. Ah, oh, man. 
Did you see the thing that the Raiders can't even fire Josh McDaniels because they don't have enough money to buy him out? Yes. That's so pathetic. The Raiders are not in a good spot right no. now. No, the Raiders. The Raiders. Not in a, a good spot. What a back. And a bunch yeah. of other pieces. Well, you know, okay, let's stop this train while we're, while we're you know, let's pump the brakes here. All right. But, um, I'm sorry, buddy. I got carried away. It's okay. The Raiders was good It's enough. the break energy, you know what I mean? Thanksgiving. You know, exactly. Yeah. A lot of good time to be excited for. Yeah. But um, uh, for Denver, you know, the offense looked better. It really did for a little bit. No, it didn't. Better than it was. No. Under Nathaniel Hackett. I don't care. You relinquished play calling. They actually looked kind of crisp early in the game. Uh, Cortland Sutton, 5 for 80. Russ didn't turn the ball over. Didn't throw a touchdown either, but um, wow, pardon me. Yeah, don't just yawn into the mic. Yeah, make yourself at home, Jack. Very sorry. Make very, yourself at home. Very sorry. It's heavy hitters. It's KUR. We're welcome to uh, station here. I'm not really uh, you know, on it today with the board operating so I can you know, shut, shut my mic off so I can yawn. And it's okay. I showed up to the second hour a like a minute late. So, <laughs> Well, with that being said, it is time for our first break. Let me come back. <laughs> Final thoughts on the Broncos and Raiders. What that was that atrocity of a game? And then we'll get into the Cowboys and Vikings and Sunday Night Football between the Chiefs and the Chargers. All of that coming your way next on the flip side of this break, right here on Heavy Eaters on the radio voice of Kutztown University. Okay, we're Kutztown. Yes, sir. Welcome on back into Heavy Hitters. Mitchell Smedley, Jack Heim, the lovely Pippa on the desk. Woo! What was that? <laughs> that is not right. What was that supposed to be? I have no idea. Jack Heim is bent over laughing. I have no idea what that was supposed to be. <laughs> let's, let's keep let's keep one going. One of the worst noises to ever go out over our airwaves. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be like a woo, but I tried to do it like toned down and it just did not work yeah, like, at all. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Jack, but, um, <laughs> keep that in the parking lot. Yeah, let's let's keep that uh, stowed away yeah. to never be displayed again. Anyways, that'll anyway, be a new sweeper. Anyway, twenty-two sixteen, Raiders win. Mitch, final thoughts on this game? Uh, both teams are disgusting. I don't <laughs> like Devontae Adams and Nathaniel Hackett can't hack it. Ah, a I like that pun, and B I could. It's the one I make every week, Jack. Doesn't change. I know, but it's still good. I'm uncreative. Okay, so do you want me to not compliment you then next time? No, I love it. No, your no your pun sucks. Your pun is garbage. No. You know what else is garbage? The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are not good. He got a giraffe thrown at him. They might be 8-2. They might have this fancy schmancy record. But deep down, when this team has to play on primetime or even remotely close to primetime, they fold. They fold. And they lost by 37 to Dallas. At home. Mind you, at home... They lost by 37 points <laughs> to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. There's a Jason Aldean song, Jack. Not a good look. It's called Lights Come On. It goes. I should actually play that on the Redneck. i got to find it. Well, uh, uh, But it goes, when the lights come on, everybody's screaming. And oh, I just think it's a perfect yeah. song for the Vikings. Because when the lights come on, her cousin starts sucking. <laughs> I mean, they're a terrible football team. You know what? Might as well not even bother putting the lights on for this group. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them off. Keep them in the dark. No, no. Get those lights off. No, get those lights off. Off. <laughs> they, they're too bright. Turn them off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Well, someone needs to make that Kirk Cousins meme. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly what I just got texted. Not that. 
Um, I'm if, out of water. Right, I couldn't agree Call with this point California. more. Call me California. If you shut down... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not going to address that. Yeah. Uh, if you <laughs> shut down Justin Jefferson, this offense can't do anything. And right. I said it last week, Mitch, and you're like, whoa, no, they got weapons now. They got TJ Hawkinson. What about Adam Thielen? Why do I sound like Josh Toot? <laughs> what about Adam Thielen? <laughs> no, no. They don't have anything else. They d- <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, well, they, they do. They do have something else. Dalvin it wasn't Cook? anything good. At least last, at least yesterday, forty to three, the Cowboys crush him. Was not even remotely close. Was not a game. Tony Pollard, He's have a good. day. He is him. Mike Norvell, product baby, from Florida. Well, he was from Memphis, but when Norvell was at Memphis, now Norvell at Florida State. Tony Pollard is him. Team. Tony Pollard is him. So uh, Colt McCoy is him. <laughs> Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt oh, I McCoy. Forgot. I left out that is bit. Him. That's why I keep saying that because when I texted Anthony, I'm like. Uh, I said something. Oh, yeah. I offered a trade of straight up Kyler Murray for Colt McCoy. And he said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Colt McCoy is him. <laughs> yeah, Colt McCoy is him. You yeah. know who else is him this week? Who is? Dak Prescott. Dak 22 Prescott. of 25 passing, 276, two touchdowns. Found Pollard for both of them. Tony Pollard. All I got to say, he's him. He had a day. And the, the Cowboys trounced the Vikings. Absolutely embarrassed the Vikings. Shut down Jefferson, you shut down the Vikings. Correct. Simple as that. Correct. Pretty drastic and change from what you, you said. You gotta shut down ago. Jefferson and Cook. Pretty drastic from what you said last week, Mitch. What? Just admit you were wrong. I. It's one game. Oh my goodness, Jack! He, he it's only week eleven. He can't. He can't <laughs> get himself to do it. Unreal. No, I. I will admit when I'm wrong. It appears I was wrong about Kyle or Murray and the Cardinals. <laughs> um. Hello. I would like. I would like a Kyler Murray, no video games, and, no Call of Duty. and healthy. <laughs> we would also like a receiving core, DeAndre Hopkins, and Hollywood Brown. <laughs> and to be healthy. And to win. Yep. And score touchdowns. Uh, okay, is that going to complete your order? Uh, let me gauge the room. Uh, now, let's get... An actual defense, <laughs> a good Buddha Baker, and healthy. a pass rush. <laughs> yeah, and a pass rush. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's time we go to Sunday Night Football. Bum 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 bum. day for Sunday night. Mitch does it every week, folks. If you're new here, this is what he does. You're supposed to like narrate about the game as I'm as I'm going on. Do you like well as he does you know, like Mike Tarico? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Chiefs win thirty to twenty seven in a thriller in L.A. SoFi Stadium saw another photo finish. The Chargers thought they had the game with a late touchdown to Joshua Palmer. Thank you very much, by the way. Locked up a fantasy win in one of my other leagues. With oh, two they touchdowns. were so wrong though. Woo! Why would they learn? The Bills thought they had it too. You give Mahomes. <laughs> the Bills thought they they locked it up in 13 seconds. I was gonna say, you, you how, much Ma- did, you, how much time did you the give Mahomes two minutes? Night. You give Mahomes yeah. two minutes. It's a game. Come over. on, and uh, that's exactly what Travis Kelsey did. Kelsey, 17 yard touchdown. The Chiefs steal victory from the clutches of the Chargers. The winner eight takes and on. two, eight and two to five and five. The Chiefs win again. This is their division. It's going to be the division till someone can dethrone them, and it's not going to be this year. Chiefs win 30 27. Heck of a game. Kelsey's three TD performance. That dude is a monster. Um, yeah, 
You know the uh, the the Kelsey owner in my league, Scott. Yeah. Also has Mahomes. Does he also have Scott Fitzgerald? Uh, no. no, he has. Uh, uh, he has Kelsey, Mahomes, and he has some other Chiefs. He had Juju. I know that he had uh, Pacheco. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he. I, I, I can't say that. I can't say. It. I'll say it to you at the break. But, what? Um, no, I can't say it. Okay. Um, Monday Night Football quick preview. 49ers Cardinals out in the desert. Nine and a half out favorites. is Murray. <laughs> yeah, out is Murray. It is Colt McCoy. So him He's will him. be the quarterback. Him will be the quarterback. Niners <laughs> nine and a half point favorites. Mitch, we got. I got the Niners. I got the Niners. I got the Niners well. quite comfortably. Uh, I just um, I'm rooting for my fantasy team tonight. And I the Niners like, because Christian McCaffrey. I would like one 49ers win. <laughs> a- Christian McCaffrey touchdown <laughs> and uh, DeAndre Hopkins touchdown. I would also like a Niners win, many Christian McCaffrey touchdowns. I, I can't support that this week. And a Colt McCoy to James Conner touchdown. I can get a more. I need 55. 55. Let James Conner do anything he wants. And Christian McCaffrey. Anything he wants. Let James Conner do anything he wants, but not for me. What do you mean by that? Like, like in, in getting in the end zone. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Let him score. Well, uh, real quick, we gotta we got to keep the show moving. Let's run through We're going to preview uh, some Thanksgiving Day yeah. games. Starting with the 12-30 game, Bills-Lions in Detroit. Bills, Ooh. nine and a half point favorites. Not going to spend too much time on this one. Hey, they're Bills second week in Detroit. Bills, yeah, facts. <laughs> they're right back at it. They're not going <laughs> to go anywhere. Back at it again. <laughs> right back at it again. Back at it again at Krispy Kreme. Oh, man. Give me the Bills. Bills. Yeah, give me the Bills. Not going to waste too much time on that no. one. 4-30, Giants-Cowboys in oh, Jerry's man. World. NFC East Showdown. Talk about this one a little bit, Jack. I will. Cowboys, nine-point favorites. Can Daniel Jones in this offense do enough? Can they pass block? Can they do enough to get Jones time? Who's he throwing the ball to? I mean, Wanda Robbins is out. I mean, Darius Slayton's going to be the number one receiver for this team. I don't like the, I don't like the receivers. I don't like the matchup. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to lean Dallas, give me the win. Uh, Giant, it'll be a close game. 27-21, to 21, the Cowboys win. Okay. Tony Pollard will run all over this defense. I see that. But I like Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. I'm, yeah, I, I, like, I think Danny Dimes... Has a game. I think it's a divisional game. It's automatically closer than, you know, 40-3. to three. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my usual Thanksgiving tradition of watching the Cowboys lose. Upset of the week, the New York football giants will beat the Dallas Cowboys. I like that. Uh, and I we'll, like we'll be coming in after the holiday saying, how about them Cowboys? I would like. I'm going to have my chicken tenders on Thanksgiving with a side of Dallas tears. I would like. One Giants win, <laughs> extra and, extra gruesome, and, and the Cowboys lost, and a pair of Saquon Buckley touchdowns, <laughs> and Dak Prescott to not eat a turkey leg after the game. What's your entree for the Sunday night or Thursday night game? Oh, it's gonna be uh oh Thursday night game. Yeah, entree, entree. I'm gonna be eating dessert that time. Yeah, that is a dessert game. I'm sorry, dessert game eight twenty. It's the Pats and the Vikings. I'll probably be eating uh some chocolate cream pie. Okay. So, uh, right. every Thanksgiving I have, my mom makes it. So, uh, oh. let's go. Just Pats, talked to, I just talked to Jack's mom for the first time on the phone this weekend. He did. In the midst of my Eagles freak out. So I probably didn't make a good impression. He did. Shout out to my mom. Yeah. She's listening. 100%. Thank you, thank you as always. Yes. Um, Pat's, Pat's Vikings, man. What do we do with this game? The fraudulent Vikings? But, but, but the Pats only put up 10 points. Right. And seven of them were seven of them were on return. Punt return. So, <laughs> I, I'll make this quick. I got the Vikings because I'm going to be proven right. Oh, they no. They got other weapons. No, no, I'm going with the Pats. Other man. weapons. It, it's, it's the Vikings on primetime. Other weapons. Yeah.
yeah, this is going to end that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking in that accent. Vikings on primetime. Give me New England. Give no, me New England to pull the upset. No. Eight and three. Nope. Eight and three. Nope. Give me the Vikings in a close win. 24-20. Vikings on... <laughs> 24-20. TJ Hawkinson scores the winning touchdown. No, sir. No, yes. Sir. I'm going to go 17-9. to Oh, my goodness. He doesn't think they get in the end zone. Three field goals. He doesn't think they get in the end zone. Actually, Everybody pick up Greg uh, Joseph. Actually, they probably will. Pick up know. Joseph. Jefferson probably scored one. Right? 17-13. A touchdown from Jacoby Myers and a Nick Folk field goal Ooh. barrage. Ooh, okay. I'll take Myers. I Actually, got no, him. it would be two Should touchdowns. I start him? It would be two touchdowns. It'll, now, be, uh, it'll be Ramondre, and it'll be Jacoby Myers, and a field goal for Nick Folk. I would 17 like. 17 points. I would like. 17 to 13. <laughs> plenty of Ramondre Stevenson touchdowns, and uh, a Patriots win. So my upset of the week pick doesn't look foolish. Well, with that being said, we have to move on. A lot else to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we were going to take a pit stop to an international event. Over in Qatar. Oh, or is it Qatar? boy. It's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. And the United States is playing right now. And okay, they're winning. The score? one nothing USA. Let's go. Over USA. Wales. USA. USA. I like right. that. Yes. I like that. We are all aboard the USA train. Let's Back go, in the World baby. Cup, I believe for the first time since 2014, we missed qualification last time around. Yeah. We're a young gun squad. We're exciting to watch. Uh, we are in a group with England, uh, Wales, and Iran. That's an odd coalition of countries. So, yes, right. England absolutely mopped up 6-2 to two today. Uh, the early game, it was 8 a.m. start time. Over who? Uh, Iran. Okay, so we're playing Wales? Yeah, we are playing Wales. All right. So, up one nothing in the 73rd minute. Uh, we scored in the 36th. Timothy Wee? W-E-A-H? Way? Weehaw! Weeha? Weeha? Weeha. I think it's Weeha. Like, yeah, but with a W? Weeha. Weeha. Where? Timothy, where? Hopefully we're not saying that wrong. Where? Sorry, Timothy. Where? Um, hey, it's wh- over there. Hey, where? You, you, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's USA, over there. Where? USA is up one nothing. There was another game that happened today. The Netherlands, uh, one of the sleeper teams in the tournament, they could, uh, I wouldn't say sleeper, they're a decent They're a decent team, but they could uh, They could make some noise. They could go far and maybe even win the whole thing. They're that good. Uh, they beat Senegal 2 nothing. Senegal is oh. missing their best player. I didn't even know that exists. Sadio Mane, uh, he plays for Bayern Munich over in Germany. Okay. Uh, one of the better players in the entire world, uh, unfortunately, in, got injured a couple weeks before the World Cup. Will not be playing. Really hurts Senegal's chances at a little Cinderella run there. Yep. But um, yeah, that will be interesting to monitor. There'll be, I think, 17 consecutive days of World Cup action started yesterday with uh, Ecuador beating. Uh, is it Qatar? Or is it Qatar? I don't Qatar. know. Qatar. That's what I thought. All right. Uh, Dude, they nothing. lost in their home turf. Yep, two Come nothing. On. Ecuador wins. Valencia scored two. One in the 16th, one in the 31st. Qatar, what happened? That's a great point. You mentioned that, by the way. You know the guy on TikTok that does that? Yes. He got brought into the Oklahoma locker room I saw after that. they beat Oklahoma State, and they all did that. I know. That was incredible. Incredible moment for yeah. that kid, uh, for that guy. I don't know. I don't know how old he is, but uh, his name's James, I think. James something. I, I don't know his exact name, but yeah. what a moment for him. Uh, that was a great, great video. Uh, it was you know all over social media the last couple of days. Pro- most of you have probably seen it by yep. now. Uh, but good moment for him. World Cup is going on. It'll be fun to monitor. Let's go USA. Let's shock the world. Let's make a run and go win the World hey, Cup. Hey Jack, I believe. I believe that we. I believe that we, we will. will. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe. Oh, okay, we're not. Sorry. Cool. All I was right. Only Left me twice. hanging. Sorry. All right. Well, we have other stuff to get to, Mitchell. Including Sorry. college football. Woo! Another crazy weekend, folks. Week 11. Or week 12, excuse me. Week 12 was here. 
and it brought even more chaos. Some top teams nearly fell. They survived, including Michigan and TCU. A last-second field goal from the Wolverines got them over the Illini 1917. Jake Moody with nine seconds left. Game's MVP for the Wolverines, making four field goals. Blake Corum got in the end zone again. Surprise, surprise. The top back for Michigan. They remain undefeated 11-0 going into the game next week. They will travel down to the shoe to play the undefeated Buckeyes. It will be the primetime game of the week. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Navy upsets number 20 UCF. Manoles roll over Louisiana 49-17. Brush off the shoulders too easy. We're 8-3, playing like one of the best teams in the country right now. Six consecutive games of 200-plus rushing yards for the Seminoles. They run it down your throat, and they run it effectively. Love the style of football they play. TCU, near scare for the Horned Frogs. Jalen Rager country. But they survive. 29-28. The ending of this game, Mitch, don't know if you were able to catch it. Didn't. It was incredible. Final seconds. Uh, they get down. No timeouts. Clock's running. They have to race the offense off the field. Get the kicking team out there. They, they had no timeouts. Clock was running. They got them out there in the six seconds. With about six seconds left. They snap it. Griffin Kell, 40-yard field goal. Right down the middle. Shattered Baylor's hearts. They were getting wow. ready to storm the field. 29-28. TCU undefeated still. 11-0. They play Iowa State next week to try to lock up an undefeated regular season and the home field advantage in the Big 12 championship game. It's obviously a neutral site, but they will serve as the home team yep. with the best record. Congratulations, Sonny Dykes, TCU. They're keeping it up. They keep their playoff hopes alive. America's team, TCU this year. Yeah, good stuff. I like it. Well, Mitch, I know this is your team. Yeah. we got to take an emotional trip. Thanks. Down to South Carolina. Okay. Tennessee. Tennessee. They've fallen. I know. 63. I know. To 38. I'm aware. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. The situation. Spencer Rattler. Mm. Woo! Game of his life. 438, six touchdowns. He had a, there was a video of him after the game. Not one, not two, not three, not four, and not five. He needed more than one hand to count how many touchdown passes he threw in the game. Woo! It was a route. Route in Columbia. Williams Bryce Stadium was rocking. One of the most underrated environments in all of college football. Congrats to Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks, man. What a win. They stunned number five, Tennessee. Uh, some bad news came out of this game, though, however. Hendon Hooker, done for the season. Wow. Torres left ACL. So unfortunate. Again, you always hate to see injuries. And yep. a guy who was trying to get himself to the NFL, um, you know, that shot might have just potentially exited with his age, 24. Uh, now torn ACL. I mean, it's tough. I mean, hopefully it's recovery. Uh, speedy recovery. Best wishes to Hendon Hooker. 100%. And, uh, you know, the Vols playoff chances have been uh, eradicated. Distinguished, eradicated. Ra- you had to say eradicated. <laughs> I jumped on the bandwagon, man. I love that squad. They were a fun team to watch. Yeah, that Bama game will forever be remembered. That's what, made college, that's what makes college football so excellent. Speaking of that video, by the way, real quick before break, Oklahoma Downs, number 22, Oklahoma State, 28-13. to Biggest win uh, in Brent Venables' first year as head coach of the Sooners. I mean, wow. Uh, Big-time win, 28-13. They kind of shut down... Uh, Mike Gundy in the in the uh, offense there. Spencer Sanders throws four picks. Good job by the defense. Dylan Gabriel does enough. And the Sooners rock and roll, and they win. We are going to step aside for one final time today. When we come back, wrapping up our college football, oh, looking at some more games, then wrapping up the discussion, NHL tidbits, and even some college basketball stuff, if time permits, here on Aviators. All that and more coming your way next, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. Get you our Kutztown. And welcome back into Heavy Hitters. I guess I'm doing it. <laughs> I was going to let you do it. Yeah. Thank you. I was unprepared. Uh, welcome back into Heavy Hitters. Mitchell Smedley, Jack Heim. Having, Woo! The, having the time of our lives Woo! today. 
as that would indicate. Wow, I was going to, you know, I was just saying, having the time of our lives. Then he emphasized the <laughs> exclamation, Bryce Harper, exclamation point. Joe Davis, I love you. Um, man, oh man, uh, running our way through some various sporting activities. We're continuing on, continuing on with college football. We'll have an Eagles preview coming up, NHL tidbits, and uh, hope maybe some college hoops, whatever Jack else Whatever else Jack has on the docket. Okay. Up. Well, I will fly through college football because we do have some other stuff to get to. Just some other key matchups from this past weekend. Clemson downs Miami 40-10. to 10. I yeah. mean, it was a trouncing. Trouncing. They're, uh, they're in, uh, I forget what town they play in, man. But I'm liking my mind. Who, Clemson? Yeah. Uh, they're in South Carolina. I, I think it is where. Clemson, right? Is that the town? Don't they play in Clemson? I don't know. Maybe let's, that is the town. Let's see. Let's Maybe I'm just a bonehead. I don't know. Where do the Clemson uh, Miami <laughs> Miami had 98 total yards, six first downs in the game. Uh, defense shut down the Canes. Big win for Clemson. She didn't give me the answer. Ah, she doesn't love me. Oregon State beats Arizona State 31-7. Uh, upset. Georgia Tech stuns UNC number 13. North Carolina falls at home to the Yellow Jackets. Tough loss. Ends any possible outside shot that the heels had in making the playoff. Yep. Um, tough for them there. Uh, Ole Miss gets crushed by Arkansas 42-27. KJ Jefferson, three touchdowns. Excuse me. Whoa. Whoa. It's okay, Jack. It's okay. KJ Jefferson, three touchdowns. Rocket Raheem Sanders, 232 on the ground and three touchdowns and nine, nearly 10 yards of carry. I mean, that's, that's averaging the first down to carry. 24 for 232, three touchdowns. What a day. Landers, their tight end, or receiver, excuse me, Matt Landers gets in the end zone twice, two touchdowns. Rolling. Hogs roll. They take down Lane Kiffin and the Rebs, 42-27. Louisville upsets 24th ranked NC State, 25-10. That's a little ACC matchup. Penn State crushes Rutgers, 55-10. Destroyed them. Not even a competition. Uh, but that's what you've come to expect. It never is. Yeah, Rutgers is not good. And no one, no one expects them to be, and no one thinks they are. Nope. So, uh... It is, in fact, comes to South Carolina, Mitch. You were right. Hey! Once in a while, Mitchie gets it right. Yeah. I'm also right about the Vikings. No. No, sir. No, sir. I'm just saying, how crazy would it be? Eagles 1, Vikings 2. I've heard that story before, Jack. Yeah. Well, to wrap up our college football discussion, a couple of West Coast matchups here that were thrilling. West in the week. Coast represent. Now put your hands up. California Girls? Yeah. Katy Perry? That's an underrated song. That song is slept on. I don't think I, it was. Dude, especially the Snoop Dogg part, you know? Yeah. Come on. I love that song. Well, uh, with that being said. Laying underneath the palm trees. <laughs> Mitch is just going to keep belting out into Katy Perry. I? Okay. I'm not a huge Katy Perry fan. Oh, uh, it sounds like it. But that song slaps. I'm sorry. Sounds like you love Katy Perry. Nah, dude. Guilty pleasures, man. Katy Perry, Doja Cat. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, heard, was this heard about that last Friday? Yeah, wait. Oh yeah, I was telling them at uh, uh, the talking to the e-board. car ride back. Yeah, we listen to Doja Cat. And I going crazy. she has two songs that I enjoy. I get it. You ain't <laughs> nothing but a dog player. I get it. Oh my gosh. What? Oh my goodness, Doja Cat. What's wrong with Doja Cat? Mitch keeps singing Doja Cat. We got to keep getting Look, back. Look, there's two football. songs I like. All right. Uh, Vegas and and get into it. Well, get to ya. Speaking of getting into it, we have to get into our discussion <laughs> about USC and UCLA. All right, 48-45, The Trojans outlast Chip Kelly and the Fighting Bruins. 
What a game. Caleb Williams, 470 through the air, two touchdowns, one pick. On the ground, the Trojans added with Austin Jones, a buck 22 touchdowns. Caleb Williams also 33 rushing yards at a touchdown. My goodness, over 500 yards of total offense alone just by Caleb Williams. Uh, Addison, Jalen Addison, or Jordan Addison. I don't know why I said Jalen. Uh, 178 and a touchdown through the air. I mean, he, the pit transfer receiver has been incredible. He's definitely going to go to the league. What a win for USC. Dorian Thompson Robinson played pretty well for UCLA. Three on nine, four touchdowns, but did throw three interceptions. Also had two rushing touchdowns, so combined for six touchdowns on the day. Sounds Ooh. like a lot of oukla. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of oukla. 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 I think it's the brick thrown at him. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The original line was hoopla, by the way. Yeah, it was hoopla. Sounds like a lot of hoopla over a little Krabby Patty, right? <laughs> I thought it was wrong. <laughs> I thought it was hoopla, it was but then you hoopla. kept saying that. I and said oopla, like, because UCLA. Yeah. Sounds hoopla! like a lot. Sounds like a lot of hoopla over a Krabby Patty. Wrong. I love that part. It makes me laugh every time. You know what? You know what other part makes you laugh every time? What? The, the the episode where Squidward like makes SpongeBob cry and then he fills up his house and then all of a sudden he goes over to apologize and he opens the door and all the tears just go <laughs> right outside. <laughs> yeah, it just floats. It just shoots him back. I'm like, whoa! And it makes me laugh every single time without fail. Hey, <laughs> what, what you, you doing? We could just I'm sit on here and recite SpongeBob all day. <laughs> we should do another uh, another hour of just SpongeBob quotes. That would be great. That would be fantastical. Okay, quick survey: Are you busy, busy, or, or just busy? busy? <laughs> What's busy, busy? <gasps> oh no! Wait, wait, wait! Don't tell me! Don't tell me! I found a jump rope. I said not to tell me. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Final college football game that we got to talk about: Top fifteen showdown in Eugene, Oregon. Ducks, Utes, Eugene. number 10, Utah, number 12, Oregon, 20-17, Oregon wins it, Bonix and the Ducks get a decisive win over Utah, and have more than likely separated themselves from the pack to make the Pac-12 championship game, USC and Oregon, that is how it stands right now, but there's one more week of chaos that could happen, Oregon does take on Oregon State in the, uh, what is it called? Uh, the Oregon Bowl. No, it's, it's... What is it called? I don't know. What is it called? A certain Jack? name for the game. I forget it. It's like the something war. Yeah, I know. It sounds crazy, but that's what they call it. Uh, I forget. Uh, I don't know. I'll well, now we're all disappointed. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Oregon wins. Really low scoring game. Bonix does enough. Uh, yeah. And Troy Franklin gets in the end zone for the Ducks. Cam Rising. And they, they just couldn't come o- overcome some of the adversity that they were faced with. And uh, for that reason, that reason only... Uh, they were unable to get a big win and put themselves right there with the Ducks in terms of trying to play USC in the Pac-12 championship game. That would do it for a college football discussion. we got to get back uh, to one more NFL thing. Mitch, you want to talk about the Eagles for a little bit? Yeah, let's let's preview. Uh, Sunday night football again. Over the Packers. Waiting all day. Yeah, uh, Eagles-Packers. Um, just want to talk about this because, you know, the Eagles haven't been looking as great. They'll be on prime time for all of us to see, and I just want to make it known that the Eagles. Yeah, I feel like this game could be close, but I'm going to go the Eagles by a touchdown. Right? It could, you know, they're not going to totally demolish the Packers. I think they will uh, be up by 14. Packers score a late TD to make it somewhat close by seven. Give me the birds though to be check 
ten and one. Ten and one. You can't deny that record. Well, I'll get to that. That's double-digit wins. Well, I will get to my prediction in just a moment. A message from the KU Notebook. Attention, KU community. The Kutztown Folk Music Society's 2022-2023 season continues on Friday night, January 13th, with a performance by Ken Garrett and Henry Koretsky. These two longtime performers will bring out the strings in different musical styles. The performance takes place at St. Paul's UCC, which is located at 47 South White Oak Street in Kutztown. Doors open at 6 p.m., and the performance begins at 7.30 p.m. The parking and the entrance to the church are at the rear in the alley. Admission for adults is a $9 donation, while children 12 and under can attend for free. Food and drink will not be served. For more information, you can contact Keith Brinsenhoff at 484-336-9639 or St. Paul's UCC at 610-683-3393. We hope to see you there. This message of community interest brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Heavy hitters, final about seven minutes or so of today's show. We will not be here on Wednesday, as we said earlier on, uh, due to scheduling conflicts. We are obviously not going to be able to be here because we'll both be home at the time, and we unfortunately cannot pre-record due to our, uh, you know, busy schedules and uh, collab, uh, you know, crossing of free time. It's hard to find free. two full hours. Exactly, exactly. Could not agree more, my yep. friend. But so, uh, and also, redneck rush hour may not be uh, happening either. That's up in the air. Yeah, it's up in the air. Yet that is up in the air. We're going to take a look at college basketball real quick. A uh, lot of interesting games happened. I mentioned the Champions Classic last week. Uh, a lot of big mid-major showdowns this past week, but the Maui Invitational is the one I want to talk about. The Maui Invitational field this year is, you know, it's a tournament that happens every year. Uh, you know, a bunch of the top teams in the country go out there, uh, play each other, and it, it's a really good early season look at some of the premier teams and what we could be looking forward to uh, come March time, uh, I'm just going to pull up the list of these teams real quick uh, and just read how this year's field is even more stacked uh, than what we've been accustomed to over the past couple of years. Uh, one moment, if this would load. We have Arizona, top seed in last year's tournament. Uh, top, yeah, one seed last year. Arkansas was a three seed last year. It's incredibly stacked this year. A Cincinnati team who's a pretty good team out of the AAC. Top 10 team in Creighton. Louisville, who is off to a sluggish start, to say the least, uh, under new head coach. Ohio State, who's been a mainstay, uh, is one of the better teams in the Big Ten. San Diego State, the best mid-major team in the country. Uh, I really wouldn't even call them a mid-major with how good they are, but they are technically a mid-major. And a top 25 Texas Tech team. I mean, woo, this tournament field is loaded. You're going to see a lot of great talent. Tommy Lloyd's done a great job. Uh, Tommy Lloyd, excuse me, has done a great job at Arizona. It was his first year last year. Uh, they... Made a run in the tournament where her one seed, dominant Pac-12 power, expecting to be the same this year. Eric Musselman's done a great job at Arkansas. Uh, Greg McDermott at Creighton. What a program he's built there. They have one of the best teams in the country. Texas Tech, uh, stout defensive team, top 25. Mark Adams done a good job there. San Diego State, I mean, what the roster they have, experience, defense, and they're playing great offensively this year too. Ohio State, they keep bringing back talent year in and year out. I mean, Cincinnati and Louisville aren't the greatest teams. But they are decent. Uh, I would say Cincinnati is better than Louisville, though. But, I mean, this Maui, this Maui field is loaded. Uh, Texas Tech and Creighton are playing right now. Creighton leads 52-43. to 43, So, nine-point lead there. Had some also interesting mid-majors. I want to talk about the Colonial Conference real quick, Mitch. I know you're yeah. not a big college basketball guy. Uh, my cousin does go to Hofstra. Um, so, I do Congrats. pull for Hofstra a little bit out of the CAA. But, Towson. College of Charleston just won the, Col- the Charleston Classic for the first time ever. They are proving to be one of the better mid-majors in the country. St. Mary's. Uh, another good mid-major out of the WCC just beat Hofstra handedly the other night. I mean, these mid-majors this year are probably one of the best-loaded mid-major fields that we've seen in a long time. 
and it only is going to make it a more eventful march to see which schools come out as champions. Do we see some conferences that haven't gotten multiple bids in quite some time maybe get multiple bids with how loaded the CAA is this year? It's going to be so interesting to watch. So I'm not familiar with the term mid-major is, by the way. Okay, so there's the Power Six field, which is Big 12, SEC, uh, let's go in order here, ACC, Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, SEC, and the Big East. Okay. Those are the Power Six conferences. Everything else outside of that is deemed a mid-major conference, Mm, which is just... It's kind of like the other conferences of college football, but there's not right. really other prominent ones in the FBS level anyway. You got like the so, teams like uh, Notre Dame that don't associate with them. That's an independent, but in college right. basketball, they're in the ACC. Okay, gotcha. So, interesting. They're a power power six school. Cool. So again, yeah, I mean, so there's also, a lot of Notre Dames, is what you're saying in basketball. Yeah, but they're also but they're all in a conference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not independents. Smaller... They're just in smaller conferences right. that don't okay. get notable recognition at times. Uh, but like Murray State, I don't know if you remember them from a couple years ago when they yes. went on the run with John Morant, yep. the mid-major. They were in the OVC, now they're in the Missouri Valley Conference, which is gotcha. another loaded mid-major conference. So again, it's just the college basketball darlings come from the mid-major ranks, and this year makes it even more the, interesting yeah, with how Cinder- much good talent is on those teams. The Cinderella story last year was... Um, St. Peter's. St. Peter's, exactly. They were out of the MAAC. That's Yep, that's a mid-major, right? Yes. Okay. They stunned right. Iona uh, in their conference tournament to yep. get out there and win. Uh, Shaheen Holloway, who's now the head coach at Seton Hall in the Big East, took a step up. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's always at least one Cinderella run every year. A couple years ago, it was chaos. I mean, Oregon State was a plan. They were a Power 5 team, but they were just, I mean, a 12 seed, made it all the way to the Elite 8. It was incredible. Damn. So, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the college basketball brews chaos. I yep. mean, it just doesn't make sense. It, it's just something that doesn't make sense. Colorado yeah. is a team early, early going. They're a Power 5 team. Out of Pac-12, it's just they don't make any sense, but it just yeah. happens. It's college basketball. I've started to like March Madness. Yeah, it's just a fun sports event. It's the most chaotic sports event of the year. Uh, there's really nothing else to compare to it. It's it's ridiculous. It is honestly one of the best sports events uh, out there. I mean, it's just honestly so enjoyable to just sit down and watch March Madness. Really, really is. We we are only less than four months away from that, Mitch. Yeah, I know. It's November already. Right around the November is uh, coming to a close here soon. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, it is. I'm trying to find the thing about Colorado, how up and down they've been in the early going. I mean, beat Texas A&M, who was a top 25 team in the uh, Charleston Classic, lost a bye game at home to, oh, who was it? I can't remember off the top of my head. There's so many teams. But, yeah, it's just it's just chaos. College basketball is chaos. It truly is. It's a spectacle to see. Houston had a big road win. I just remember this. Houston had a big road win yesterday over Oregon. Uh, the Cougs are five and zero. Kelvin Sampson's done a great job coaching the Cougs in the AC and the AAC. Excuse me, uh, they're a top five team in the country, uh, and they're not a Power Six school. So, uh, would you look at that parity, my friend? Yep. College basketball littered with parity, uh, which is why you more than likely you don't see repeat champions. It just doesn't generally happen. I no. don't expect Kansas to go back to back this year. That's so much better so. than uh, the college football where it and feels even, like the same future. And even when and even when it's like a repeat champion, the field is always so different. Chaos happens that leads right. it to happen that way. So it's just different. You can't really compare March Madness to anything else. It's truly a spectacle. Nah, March Madness, I've world. started to enjoy. I've started to hop on. Absolutely. So. Villanova hasn't got off to the greatest start though. They nah. lost to uh Temple yep. early on. Not good. And, uh, I mean, it's a new coach. They're, yeah, they're, it's a new program. They're without some of their best players yeah. uh, due to injury. So Man, if Justin back, Moore didn't get hurt there. last year. Could have been special. That team could have gone. Could have been gone. special. Uh, how about Penn State? 
four and one. Yeah, off to a hot start. Cool. Uh, they played Virginia Tech down to the wire in the uh, tr- in the I think it was the Myrtle Beach Invitational. Okay, or it was the Charleston Classic? One of the two. Uh, but I you know couldn't come away with the win. The the Hokies uh, got away with the win there. Sounds Proceeded good. to lose, I think, to UMass. So I think it was the Myrtle. Oh, UMass. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time today, Mitch. We do have to sign off, as always. Just want to thank everyone for tuning in, happy as it is for too. every show. Want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels if you're going to visit with family. Uh, enjoy the week. Enjoy the time off. Enjoy it with family, friends, or whoever you're spending it with. Uh, from us here at KUR, wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, check out the Instagram, as always, at Heavy Eaters KUR. Suggestions to the show, something we're doing wrong, something we're doing right, something you want to hear us talk more about, less about, whatever. You know the drill. Um, Check out KU's Instagram, KUR1670, for events on campus, uh, stuff we do with KUR. Uh, plenty more student shows coming up next. Uh, spaced out and listen with Linda here later today on this Monday afternoon. Thank you all for listening to this edition of Heavy Hitters on the Radio Voice of Cutson University, KUR. Go Birds.